Good morning and welcome to Saga Talk on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saga Tuck Douglas area. Saga Tuck on Sunday is being brought to you this morning by It Is What It Is, Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, and the Interurban. And now, your host of Saga Talk on Sunday, it's Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Two... Sunday. This is Saga Tuck on Sunday here on the Lake Shores 92.7 The Van. Thank you for joining us this morning. That's right, we're doing it again. We broadcast live every Sunday here, high above land sharks here in beautiful downtown Saga Tuck. You know, I'm Gregory Muncy waking up with you as we watch the sun come up over the hill here on Butler Street. It is going to be a sunny day. I'd like to thank our sponsors, of course, for making all of this possible and letting us have our fun. We're starting officially, starting our third year today. Our first show was just a couple years ago on November 29th, and this is our first show into our third season. Wow. Yeah, yeah, CJ, a happy anniversary to, uh, to you, CJ. Uh, you've been through, you've been with me this whole journey, and uh, appreciate the time that you spend here. Uh, helping me put the show together. It's fun. Yeah, it is. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Of course, they make it all possible. The Interurban. I saw Phyllis Eiff last night. I saw everybody yesterday having a great time in town. Uh, the Interurban, they're your go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. It's our public transportation, and I have the pleasure of serving on the board with a great board of folks that uh, have run a great service for over 40 years. They'll pick you up wherever you're at. They'll take you wherever you want to go here in the Saugatuck Douglas area. Just give them a call at 269-857-1418. We'd also like to thank Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. And a shout out there to Jean, where we create original uh, and creative designs for any occasion. Of course, it is the Christmas season, so get your centerpieces and your holiday flowers ordered today. We'll also be getting poinsettias. We received all of our evergreens, and uh, we've got them uh, stashed away in our neighbor's garage, and we will be uh, using Christmas greens and getting lots of sap on our fingers and <laughs> making great holidays for everybody. Give us a call at Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop at 269-857-2963. Of course, you can go to our website at backtothefuchsia.net. Also, find out how much your home is worth. And find your dream home with Laura Durham at Mill Pond Realty. She is Sagatuck's homegrown, nationally recognized realtor with over 40 years of experience. Give her a call at 269-857-1477 or visit her website and check out her listings or make, a, make your vacation plans. Go to 
millpondrealty.com. Of course, we manage about 70 rental homes or more here in the area as well as real estate. So if you're looking for a vacation as well, Mill Pond is your go-to. Finally, we'd like to thank uh, one of our newer sponsors. She just joined about two weeks ago. It is what it is, Patty Berry. You remember Patty. Favorite. She was yep. trying to take over my show for a while I while I was on. A, she did. I, I enjoyed. I co-hosted with her. She's fun. <laughs> she was great to have on the show. Um, her store, It Is What It Is, is truly unique, one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, Local best-selling authors, fabulous finds for all occasions. They're located at 318 Butler Street. It's the best little shop in the coolest little town, and they're open year-round. You can visit their website. They do have some things there if you'd like to purchase online, and their website is shopwhatitis.com. It's more fun to poke through the store, though. They have a few things on the website, but they've always got new stuff coming in. Did you see the line they had? Uh, I guess two Saturdays. It was crazy for uh, Small Business Saturday. They had Wade Rouse over there. Uh, Well, actually, uh, his pen name is Viola Shipman, and he's a best-selling author. He's local. And uh, and he was there. Yeah, he was there uh, uh, visiting and signing his autograph. Um, and uh, and uh, and they do a great job there. Of course, I'd also like to thank our producer, let you know that podcasts are now available. You can go online. You don't have to wake up early. Just go online to 927thevan.com so you can listen to any of our shows anytime. That's not fair. What's that? Well, they, they can tune in whenever they want. I have to be here on time. <laughs> I do, too. Well, most of the time. I usually yeah. get up about 4, 4.30 for this show. Yeah, yeah so... Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, how can we do that? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. (laughs) Um, it's just after 7 a.m. Uh, it's a cool 23 degrees. Expect today's high to reach around 37, and it's going to be sunny, sun, sunny. It's going to be a great day for a day trip. The roads are all clear. There's no snow, and uh, no snow in today's forecast. And uh, the, the shops are decorated very nicely, so nice time to check out our shops and of course, you can always warm up with holiday spirits in our pubs and eateries. I saw a lot of that going on yesterday. I, I sampled some myself. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday was our annual Christmas parade, the Hootville Annual Christmas Parade. And uh, we had a lot of fun with that. Um, I was asked to uh, uh, help facilitate or be the Grand Marshal or try to, try to make sense of all of it. What do you call your little Christmas cane? I don't know, you know, uh, yeah, you know, Walter the Wonderful made that years ago, and he used to come in, and he was in the parade for many years, and uh, it was, uh, he had made it for Felicia Fairchild for the CVB, it was part of the uh, parade uh, uh, stuff that we had gotten, Sadaba had gotten from CVB when we took over the event, and um, uh, he used to come every year as the mayor of Hootville. Oh, okay. and uh, always dressed up really, really well. Um, nice. uh, he has since uh, kind of uh, retired pa- that hat. Passed the baton. Yeah, passed the baton. Um, so I get that out every year just to yeah. wave it around, and so folks know where to find me. I, I like that parade. It really it, it turns on the Christmas spirit. It's a good uh, <laughs> march to Christmas. I'm, I'm excited and Christmas ready now. Uh-huh. Um, uh, we lined up at Wicks Park. Uh, Brent Allen was there from 92.7 yeah, yeah. The Van. He had the, he had the car all decked out with uh, lights and decorations. and Yeah, there, there was also a, a Charles Dickens crew sighting. The play was there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, Charles Dickens. Well, isn't that he's the author? Well, yeah, but uh, a Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah. we had Scrooge and uh, a lot of the cast, not all of them. Right. 
uh, uh, were together. They were there as well. A shout out to, of course, the Lakeshore Chorus. Uh, they were there as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, the Girl Scouts from Venville. They were they were uh, in position as well for the, the, the area. Band, the band. We also, of course, the marching band. They led the parade. Uh, big shout out to the high school kids that uh, came and participated. It was a little nippy, about 32 degrees or so, but um, once you got out there and started marching, you warmed up quickly. A little bit of spirit, a little bit of spirits. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, I saw a lot of the spectators enjoying the spirits at our local <laughs> pubs. Um, uh, the parade was a lot of fun. Uh, it, of course, it's always fun running, you know, about a mile to get everybody in place um, because uh, we line up at Wicks Park. It... it Kind of goes down all the way down to almost no pond, um, the lineup yeah, yeah. with all of the trucks, with all of the uh, floats as well. Uh, big shout out to Bill Lefley and Third Coast Church. They had a great oh, float. Yeah. That was, uh, he had uh, had that float in uh, the 4th of July parade as the um, Red Dock. Red Dock. And, uh, and it was set up as the Red Dock. Well, they transformed it, they painted it, and made it into a Hootville type theme. Uh, and uh, had the band going on there. Live music. Yeah, yeah. live music there. It had the Peppermint Stick Girls. They were Peppermint Brigade as, as well. Um, and, of course, the Shovel Guys. Now, those are the two groups that give me the most grief uh, every year as I organize the parade, um, and which it's fun. I mean, I, I might get frustrated, but it, it it's tradition. It's what they do. Um, they'll stop during the parade and do their candy cane dance. The girls um, and the guys will do their shovel brigade, their yeah, little yeah. little dances and all that, and everything else that they choose to do. Um, and uh, uh, saw a lot of folks out participating in the shovel brigade. We had, of yeah, course, the mayor, group. Scott Dean. Yeah was part of the Shovel Brigade. Um, and uh, in fact, a lot of council members were out and about. We saw Lauren Stanton. She was part of the Peppermint Brigade. Did oh, you I see did, her? I, I didn't know. I did not recognize her. Uh, well, her. she had a lot of makeup on. She had, okay. she had these eyelashes on, big, thick, black eyelashes. Okay. And and uh, and uh, she was all dressed up at her fair and uh, along with all the girls. And um, I have to thank you to the Peppermint Brigade. I, there was a big gap. I'm always running back and forth throughout the parade to try to close those gaps. And um, and uh, and the girls just sped right up and got right back into position, um, and uh, everything. It, it turned out to be a really good parade. Really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, but- it, it, we had a big gap in it last year, if you remember. Right, right. And we didn't see that this year. There was a gap at one point. Um, of course, we're always worried about safety and cars and all that. So, um, you know, there were a few. Th- Few little hiccups, but um, it it without a hitch. Had a great but nobody time. would have seen it, right. you know. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, everybody had a great time uh-huh. after the parade. Uh, the town was all a buzz, and when I say all a buzz, literally, buzz. Um, yeah, I had to go back after the parade. I had to go back to Mill Pond and uh, work a couple hours. Oh, okay. uh, I had Sharon, a uh, little shout out to Sharon who relieved me. And uh, and she worked at uh, the office for a few hours. And then after the parade, I went back to the office. And then after work, I was able to go out and, and so we, we carouse. Saw you, so you worked in your uh, Christmas outfit? Or did yes. you have to do a change yeah. and then rechange? Yeah, I woke up and wore my traditional Christmas suit I've had for many years. And I, I wear it once a year. And um, Still looking good? Yeah, still looking good. Yeah. And... Uh, and uh, and so, yeah, we had a really good time. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. I, I watched from, I think, my new parade watching spot. 
is uh, the the porch of Coral Gables. I saw that, and I was wondering why there weren't more people there. Well, good question. Uh, it's, so it's on the property. You can take your beverage. Right. You can be served right there. So it turned out fabulous. I was able to watch and that is a good. That is a good yeah. spot. Yeah. So folks, remember that. Um, and uh, you're welcome, Mike. Um, <laughs> give Mike Johnson a shout up, out. Yeah. Um, but really, that is a great porch to watch yeah, the parade. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So um, lots of people were out watching. the. I was surprised to see the crowd that was out on the street um, uh, to participate. They didn't participate. They watched. Um, right. We had lots of people that participated as well. Um, also, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of, you know, don't want to forget anybody that was in the parade. Um, we had we had Clark Griswold in a station wagon with a Christmas tree on top. Did you see that? That, that was good. I, and I always like <laughs> the Scrooge in his old Jeep or uh-huh. his old. Uh, I'm not sure what you would right. call that, uh, but so that's a favorite I see every year. Uh, like, the uh, Grinch. The Grinch. Yeah, so yeah. They were throwing out gifts to kids. Yep, right? uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Some neat things. Yeah. The Grinch was there as well. Yeah. Um, uh, of course, you can go to all of our pictures. You can go to Saugatuck Douglas Area Business Association. Uh, their Facebook page, uh, they hired a um, – Nowak is her last name. It's a photographer. Uh, not familiar with her. would like to have her on the show. Uh, but she's been photographing the last few events. Photographing? Did I say that? Yeah. Did I say that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's a word. I don't know, but I made it up. Uh, but uh, a few of the uh, Sadaba events. And so uh, she took some great pictures. And, uh, of course, you can go to Facebook and see all of the fun that we had. Um, yeah, had a, had a fun time. Brent Allen showed up. Originally, I was going to ride in the 92.7, the van, uh, in the vehicle, uh, but uh, because somebody had to be out there making some sense out of the lineup. Uh, he did fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> and Brent did too. His, his, he had the truck look good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, what did uh, after the parade? I met you guys over at Wicks Park, and yep. we saw our friends Aaron and Bradley, which oh, yeah, we yeah. hadn't seen in a while. They just moved to the township a couple years ago, right? Right. And uh, and they're a fun couple. Um, it, it's nice to see all of the locals. It uh, and it's about that time every year, about the Christmas time, when you see people come come into town from on the hill because a lot of them will stay at home during the summertime because they just right. don't want to be here in in the. But yeah, a lot of locals were. It was were busy. Out. It was it was local day. We really enjoyed it. Yep, yep. I saw again. I saw uh, 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 all of the uh, uh, girls out. The oh, the uh, I forgot to mention the uh, Congregational Church of oh, Sagatuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah, First Congregational. They were there as well. Um, so many groups, so I'm, I'm trying not to leave anybody out, but it was a good time yes, had by all. They also had cookie decorating. Uh, the cookies were provided by Holland Spirits. It was a free event, and they had cookies over at Pudding Stone, and they were icing and decorating cookies yesterday between 3 and 5 p.m. Speaking of Pudding Stone, you see something on yeah, my yeah, table. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Kokodame. Kokodama. It's a dirt ball. <laughs> well... Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not a local. Um, <laughs> I usually see it's, a dirt ball up here. But so this it's different. a Kokidama. She's been on the show before, and she makes these plants. If you go to Pudding Stone, they're at 237 Butler Street. And um, it's got an amaryllis in it. Uh, this has not been activated. It's still dry, so I have to soak it to get it started. And it will grow into a beautiful amaryllis. Uh, her father... Um, uh, makes all of the um, clay. Terracotta, yeah. The terracotta. So it sit in this pretty terracotta clay, like a dish, and then it's got like a little charm on it, a little like a Christmas tree charm. I think it's going to be big. 
Yeah. Because it's you got a small it's, bowling ball size. Yeah, it is a ball. big kokidama. Yeah, yeah. Kokidama. And yeah, and so uh so yeah, that uh, thank you to Pudding Stone for that. Um so the Christmas events on. We are we are busy. I wanna let everybody know that I I'm really good at talking CJ into doing stuff. Um <laughs> CJ, uh, uh, your your wife calls she she well I can't, can't say, say <laughs> what she calls you. Well, but but um but but I want to thank you. You you've become a part of the Christmas Carol now. Yes. Yeah, and so you'll be doing the light board. Is that correct? Doing the light board yeah. every day, but the first Saturday I have another engagement. Uh huh. And then you'll have someone fill in for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. The so annual, fun. the lights. So I, I enjoy it. So I help put the set together and do some of that stuff. And uh-huh. th- that's more of what I'm good at. Right. Right. Um, but running the light board's not too bad. Yeah. 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 Uh, we got to get you behind the scenes next year. Maybe you'd be the actor. Uh, yeah. I, I'm yeah. Sure. Thespian. Um, uh, uh, we've got a lot to talk about this morning. Um, we've got uh, uh, today's guest. We've got a great lineup. We've got Ron Levine. He's uh, with Investment Classics LLC. And he's been on the show about a year ago. He's celebrating their one-year anniversary, and uh, they've been open there. You know, they do the classic cars. They do. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, got uh huh. And a bunch of T-Birds. T-Birds sure. and uh, that Mercedes that was in there was his personal vehicle. That one's not for sale. That's his wife's. That's the one I like. Yeah, that that's really cool. It's yeah. got the cool little luggage rack yeah, on it. And, that's the old thirties. Uh, he also has a lot of uh, memorabilia as well. Uh, rock and roll memorabilia, uh, uh, signed shirts and. If you have an extra man cave, it, he's it, got you Beatles. Some of, of the clothes yeah. from the Beatles. Yeah, um, he's got suits. Um, he's also got Duke neon lights and all and kinds neon. of stuff. So he'll yeah. be on the show. We're going to learn a little bit about how it's been for him his first year. We've also got Patty Meyer from the Felt Mansion, and uh, been wanting to get her on the show for a while. And uh, you know, the Felt Mansion, I believe, is one of the jewels of our area. Um, you know, Gene and I've done many weddings there. Um, and I've learned a lot about Patty Meyer. I met her years ago, and uh, she gave me a little tour of the house. Um, and then come to find out, she's been working there for quite a while, and uh, and uh, she's really put her heart and soul into restoring that building because it was kind of deserted when she first came across it. I, well, I'm interested because I, I want to go see the Christmas decorations there. So I yeah. want to ask, are they already up? Is whether, Are there tours? What's 25 the Christmas trees she has wow. up. Yeah, so we'll have to find out more about that. Then we'll have Nick Capaletti on. He is from the Capizo Art Studio, which opened about a year or two ago. It's been maybe two years. To I ask him when he comes out. Yeah, years. great gallery as the Blue Star Corridor just keeps growing. Yeah. Um, so many new businesses there on Blue Star between Saugatuck and Douglas. And um, and so, yeah, we'll talk to him about that as well. We've also got, you know, we talked about the parade, but that doesn't mean all of the events are done for the year. It's just starting the it's Christmas season. Only just starting the Christmas season. There's a lot to do in, in Douglas as well. You know, they've got the um, holiday, the art sale, the holiday art sale with the Oxbow House. I talked about that before, but I want to remind everybody that um, uh, to experience Oxbow, if you haven't been out there, you should go check out the library. Well, the old library in downtown Douglas there on Center Street. That's 137 Center Street. Used to be an old church. Then it was our library. And then our library was rebuilt. And then Oxbow leased that building. They leased that building from the city of Douglas now. 
Um, they'll be in there. The market open is open Thursdays through Saturdays from 11 to 6 p.m. And that's every Thursday, Friday, Saturday from 11 to 6 p.m. until December 17th. Available there are one-of-a-kind objects such as glass, ceramics, artesian-made jewelry, and gift wrapping. Uh, One-stop holiday shopping. I think it's open today. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sunday as well. Sunday, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, uh, so, uh, go check that out. Um, Tuesday, November 29th, or wait a minute, that was... That's gone. That's gone. Why do I still have that here? Sure. Uh, 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 we talked about the Velt Mansion, and we're going to have, um, Patty on, because they've got, uh, the, uh, they're hosting the Taste and Tour events with live music, drinks, hors d'oeuvres, self-guided tours, and guided tours, including a December 23rd candlelight tour. So we're going to have to find oh. out about that. Uh, that'd be a fun thing to do if you're in town for the holidays. Uh, pre, before, that's like Christmas Eve Eve, I always call it. Um, uh, so that's going on. Uh, today, 4 to, 4 to 6 p.m. at Saugatuck Center for the Arts, you can kick off your holiday season with a popular Lakeshore Community Chorus. Yes, oh, they, yeah, yep. nice. They've got their concert to this evening uh, as it presents holiday reflections on the stage at Saugatuck Center for the Arts. Concert of beautiful choral music with brass and percussion will reflect the many aspects of the holiday season. So that's today. Uh, hopefully they're not sold out, but you can get tickets by going to the Saugatuck, uh, the Saugatuck Center for the Arts website. That's S, the number 4, S-C, I'm sorry, that's S-C, the number 4A.org. So S-C-4A.org. You can go there, buy your tickets, and uh, uh, they're great. They really are. Oh, that's nice. And, uh, They've done some nice upgrades. Their little sign-up front is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Really pro style. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we talked about the Christmas Carol. And uh, in case folks are wondering, we're selling tickets, and it's a small venue. So they sell out really quick. That's correct. We only have two weekends. Um, it'll start December 9th, 10th, and 11th. And then the following weekend, December 16th, 17th, and 18th, that's this Friday. Yeah. Are they letting you back in it? Are you in it? <laughs> that's this Friday already. I know. That's pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised it got here so quick. The play is held, of course, here at the Saugatuck Women's Club. For tickets, just go to our Facebook page, uh, would be Saugatuck Christmas Carol, um, and you'll see the link to ludus.com to purchase your tickets. Uh, for more information, just Check out our Facebook page. Call Gregory. Or call yeah, you can call me too. Absolutely. If you want to. Yeah, yeah. Give, give me a call. 269 355 9917 my number is everywhere, Dangerous. so why not? Dangerous. Yes. Um and uh, <laughs> and then um, of course I saw um, uh, yesterday I saw Jim uh, who works uh, for the uh, Fen Valley. Uh, he's always bringing uh, wine and stocking up the uh, the tasting room here. You've been out to the Fen Valley yes, out in yes. Fenville, right? Yep, yep. Uh, they've got their fifth annual Sip and Shop Artesian and Craft Market going on on the 10th. That's this coming Saturday. And that's from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Of course, Fen Valley Vineyards are located at 6130 122nd Avenue in Fenville. And um, the, uh, you'll sh- sip and shop. Uh, you'll discover unique handmade gifts. Guests are encouraged to sip on a glass of wine or cider because that'll help you buy more stuff. That's right. <laughs> ben Valley has been carefully, sele- they carefully selected, so it's a um, you know, juried, 
I guess, uh, selected 20 local vendors to offer a wide variety of items created here in West Michigan. Uh, In addition to one-of-a-kind gifts, we will also be offering specials on wine and cider to make your shopping even more festive. You know what else is going on? So the 10th has got a ton of things going on. They they have... uh, yeah, Lulu Kadu is having an open house. Oh, really? Tell me yeah. more about it. So, well, I'm not sure I know. They're having an open house with all of their fun stuff. And then also on the 10th is the uh, Lulu Kadu and oh, they have Christmas at the Southerner. And they have a holiday open house. Oh, the Capizo thing. We'll hear more about that. The, the, the Capizo event? Yeah. yeah. That's also on the 10th. We will hit, hear more about that. And thank you for covering me. What was that? That, that noise in the background. My coffee machine, the grinder went off. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for, thanks for covering yeah. me there. I had to walk over but to want, see what was going I on. I wanted to get to the 14th, so I got the oh? 10th things out of the way. The 14th is Barrel Aged Beer School at the Guardian. Oh? Yeah, yeah. Barrel Aged Beer School? Yeah, yeah. And so, what's that? Well, I don't know, but I drank some bourbon yesterday to make a beer, barrel available for him. Okay, well, just to be clear, Lulu Kaju, that's 4 to 7 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to that. Sure. Let's get those details. Lulu Kaju is lo- located at 3480 Blue Star Highway. You'll celebrate the holidays Lulu Kaju style. They'll be hosting an open house, so it's a free event for you to check off all your gift giving for the season. There'll be live piano, hors d'oeuvres, and gift drawings, including a cooking class. For four people. So the, the, that's wow. one of the uh, things they're giving away. That would be fun to do. It would be. Um, so, so go in there, and maybe you'll, you'll get a cookie class. That would be fun to do. I could use one. Yeah. Um, or there's including cookie class for four. I could use one? No, no. I could probably use okay. one. Okay. Yeah, all right. Because my cookies are good. Well, yeah? Yeah, they are. Uh, you go to their website, lulucadju.com. Of course, you can call them at 269-455-5060. Um, I just saw Ron Levine walk in from Investment Classics, and I'm anxious to hear how his first year has been. That's right. And, uh, uh, and we're, we're going to have to take another visit over there. That was a lot of it fun was. last yeah, time was, we were there. It was. Um, uh, any, any holidays going on or anything anything special holidays today, Mr. Holiday Man? You always oh, know. Oh, there are some holidays. You, you always know what days are today. So Global Fat Bike Day. Global Fat Bike Day. You can't say fat. That's oh, the F word. I, I, People I don't mean, like that. I am, so it's okay. I can say uh, National Cookie Day. National Cookie Day. Yeah. National Santa's List Day. So you should get your list in if you want. Get your list in. If you've got a list, you can take it over to Old Pike Cottages. That's They've right. got Santa's... Um, mailbox there in front of their door and uh, take your list there i heard santa writes back that's what i hear that's what i'm hearing and it's national dice day national dice day national dice day dice you know okay yeah i like this you you know dice at all Uh, not really no no Uh you want want some questions we have time for some questions. do we have time okay yeah let's yeah. So, so dice have been around for how long? How long you think dice have been around? Oh, probably a long time. I mean, I mean I'm thinking Egyptian times. So, twenty five BC, twenty five hundred BC. They've been around forever. Wow. Wow. So that's sort of interesting. Uh huh. And then you know they call them the bones, right? You know you roll the bones. They were made out of animal bones, animal ankle bones. Oh, I've never heard that term. Oh yeah. You know what the little dots on the uh, dice are called? No. Pips. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Okay, I'm gonna. You're gonna have to answer these. If I said you rolled snake eyes, what would that be? What what do you did you roll? Uh, snake eye. Oh, that's um. That that would be uh two ones. Two ones. Right. Yeah. How about box cars? You know box cars? Um. No. Oh yeah, that would be two sixes. That's right. Okay. How about uh, yo? If you rolled a yo, what's what's yo? Yo. Yeah. I don't know. That's an eleven. Why is it yo? I, I don't know. Okay, so I got another hard one. What's uh, Little Joe? I don't know. Wrote, that's a three and a one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Did, did you ever play Dice, I the game craps. Dice? I love Craps. Craps? Yeah, yeah. I've never played that. Craps is fun. Uh-huh. Craps is fast. I played Yassi. Uh, yeah. Oh, and they have that game where you have to count up. You get them in a row. You have to get over 10,000, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I like Dice games. Oh, <laughs> um, well, it's National Dice Day. So National Dice Day. Yeah. Okay, well, we've let the world know that now. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, we've got a great show coming up. Um, we've got, uh, again, we've got Ron Levine from Investment Classics. Uh, we're also going to have Patty Meyer from the Felt Mansion. And then, of course, Nick Capaletti from Capizo Art Studio. Nick has also been helping with the Christmas Carol uh, as well. He helps oh, yeah. every year yep. uh, uh, build that set. So be interesting to have him on the show. Um, Christmas is almost here. Look, the tree is decorated. Tree did you great. notice Your when you walked in? Good. Yeah, I did. Finally. Very nice. It sat here for quite a while, but uh, Kimberly helped me decorate the tree. It looks nice. Hopefully everybody is out there decorating their trees and getting ready for their season because it's going to be upon us before we know, I know it. I know. Yeah, won't be long. Stay tuned. We've got a lot coming up on the show. Thanks for listening. This is Saga Talk on Sunday here on 92.7 The Van. Happy holidays. We'll be right back with Ron Levine from Investment Classics, LLC. It is going to be. It's going to be a beautiful day. I, I think it is. It's going to be nice and sunny all day long. No snow. Perfect. Perfect for a day trip. Yes, it is. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday. We do it live every Sunday, high above land sharks. And I'm looking down. They're cleaning those streets, aren't they? EPWs out there. They, they don't waste any time, do they, they? They were in the parade. They had a couple of their big trucks. Big shout away. out to Scott and the whole crew from the DPW that brought their dump trucks and everything else. You know, we had them in front of, behind the parade, make sure everything was safe. They did good. They did good. Mm-hmm. And now they're cleaning it up to get ready for the next event. Yeah, yeah. So super excited uh, for the – it's going to be a beautiful day. Um, and I'm sure it's going to be busy. Lots of folks were in town. Uh, they come and spend their vacation here to, just to come here for the festivities. So I'm sure the town will be a buzz again. You know what today is? It's the first Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which means it's open, open mic, mic, open or, mic or, blues yeah, open over blues at Sandbar. Sandbar. Yeah. They start at 3 o'clock, and uh, it's 3 to 7 in the afternoon. So you'll hear blues there. Um, and if you're pretty good, if you're, if you're, if you're a good musician, um, they'll, let you, they'll give you the mic. 
Yeah, or, or so, the drums. Or remember, we had device. we had James Reeser on a couple weeks ago. They did a live set for us. Absolutely. And uh, I told him that I was going to come and bring my recorder. Uh, triangle. And, and triangle play and play recorder. hot cross buns. That's right. We'll see how they like that. Um, uh, we've got. Uh, uh, let's get that disco ball down, and and let's make Nick or let's make Nick. Let's make Ron Levine. He he corrected me about his last name. It's it's Levine. It's sort of tradition to mispronounce every guy. Yeah, so. that's kind of that's what I do. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ron Levine. Thank you, Craig. Thank you very much. Very nice to be back. And, uh, and as far as the, the name correction goes, I've been called a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I don't have a problem. You had a good little story about that. Well, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of funny. It's Levine, Levine, Levine. You can eat almost anything you want. But uh-huh. I was actually at a car show about three and a half years ago, and it was a beautiful gullwing Mercedes way out of my price range. But, you know, it's a million and two. And I realized the owner, I had met the owner. The owner was Adam Levine. Oh. Oh. I introduced myself to him. I said, Ron Levine. He said, you mean Levine? Uh-huh. I said, no, Levine. He said, I'm more popular. You want to keep it Levine? And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I mean, he's right. <laughs> yeah, the girls like that Levine guy. Yep. Levine yeah. guy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah he's, I mean, he's, whatever. He's, he's, he's great talent. It's yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of fun meeting him. But I don't know if they like him for his talent. But well, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I like him because of the car. That's a nice right. car. Right. Like yeah, that's a nice car. It's a nice car. Speaking of nice cars, you've got a great showroom there. Uh, congratulations on your first year um, since you opened uh, Investment Classic. We had you on at the beginning of the year as you were getting settled, and uh, you gave us a nice tour. Thank you. I, I encourage you to come back because a lot of things have changed, and, sure. and uh, by all means, I want to. I was to just telling me. CJ, we're going to have to take another visit yes. the next week. Yeah. yeah it'd be more, it might be my pleasure to show you around. In fact, I, um, it's, it's been a process. Uh-huh. I, I'm not going to tell you that it hasn't been uh, without challenges because sure. of what business is. Sure. Right. But CJ, I'm telling you, and Greg, I mean, it's. it's um, the automotive market, the classic car market in general, uh-huh. is in a state of flux. I mean, first of all, it has been really inflated for two or three years. I mean, cars have gotten right way up in price. Oh, yeah, even just regular used all cars. cars. Uh, all yeah, cars I mean, you, you can't buy a beater for less than 5000 And the problem is, if you even if you were to buy one or sell yours, let's assume you wanted to sell yours, uh-huh. what are you going to replace it with? Right. right. I mean, that's the problem. New cars are, are, are very much inflated. They still are. Yeah. I actually wanted to... I went to a Kia dealership because I like the idea of a hybrid, a plug-in hybrid for myself just to drive around. Right. And I said, well, I'd like to buy one. He said, yeah, I'd like to sell you one, but I haven't seen one in two years. Huh. Wow. Wow. You know, so it's, 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 still, it's still very much a, a difficult um, process. But what's happened in, in, in the state of Michigan and what's, what's the change that we are a classic car dealership. I sell a lot of classic cars. I have to tell you, I don't want to sell you things. I get too attached to them. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and, and consequently, you know, um, we have a lot of the same inventory because... <laughs> They're your babies. They're yours. More or less. Yeah, yeah. More or less. <laughs> I understand. And, I have a, I have you a know, couple. Oh, you know, you know, CJ has a couple little uh, uh, cars as well. Uh, what is that? What kind of what kind I of? I got these? a seventy Chevelle convertible. Beautiful car. And a sixty six Dodge Coronet. Well, those are two yeah. very very significant great years. Seventy to seventy Chevelle oh, yeah. is the top notch year for that car. You yeah. haven't had them out in a while. It has been a little bit. I didn't. Santa didn't want to ride yesterday, so it stayed in the garage. Did you offer Santa a ride? I didn't. But oh, I should. I should have. I should have reached out. I thought about it, and it was good enough weather. I wouldn't mind taking it out. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. No, he needed the exercise. There so. you go. Yeah, so, all those cookies, you know. <laughs> um, Ron, where are you from? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Chicago. Chicago? I still have a home. My wife is a physician in Chicago. Oh, really? So we're back and forth, and uh, 
her schedule. Oh, so your wife is a doctor. That that's why you can afford such this habit. Well, you have, I, right? I will tell you, she's younger. <laughs> she's younger than I am, and at my age, it's great to have a doctor on call. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. My, my mother didn't raise any dummies. I'm telling you, you know. And so, yes, my wife is a physician, and she's quite busy, and she's actually the head of um, a telehealth, and so so she's evolving with. COVID and things of that nature, and uh, the medical medical industry has changed quite a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. technology coming into it. It's yeah, pretty interesting. it really is. Mm-hmm. And I think it was um, probably accentuated or accelerated, I should say, accelerated by COVID. Sure. Uh-huh. The necessity to try and create um, other um, opportunities to, to provide health care. Right. Right. Um, the thing I wanted to talk about in the classic car business is that we are changing our business model. This is a significant change for us. Oh. Over the year, I've got many inquiries. Uh, could I consign my car? Could I do this? Can you take care of my car? Whatever. And I've had situations where uh, we have an older age population here, and I've had two or three incidents where uh, someone came to me and said, I'm going into assisted living and I can't drive my car anymore. Could you possibly sell it for me or take it from me? And and in a couple of cases, I bought them because as a car dealership uh, selling retail, you're not allowed to consign cars in Michigan. Oh. It's an interesting thing. That's not, that's not like that in Illinois. Yeah. In Michigan, you have to have a separate license to be a consigner called a broker's license. Okay. You still have to have a showroom and you still have to have many of the same requirements, but you really cannot consign cars. I can't take, you know, CG sure. your car and sell it on your behalf. Uh, unless you have a broker's license. Well, that's odd. Well, it's slightly, it is, it's a little, I think it's a little antiquated. I mean, it, the, the, the yeah. law is a little bit um, uh, not user-friendly. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and um, so we are applying for a broker's license, and we will begin consigning cars after the first of the year. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And what that does for me is I can't get attached to your car. That's right. It's a little harder. It's a little harder, <laughs> so yeah. So I can sell your car and feel good about it. Right. And, you know, so it's a little easier. And, and we'll have a, a nice evolving uh, inventory because you never know what the next car is going to be through the door. Now, your primary focus is buying and selling classic cars, right? Correct. And, but you also, do you offer paint correction and yes. other kind of services? I mean, for CJ, a, a perfect car example would be the Chevelle. I mean, if that car, I'm sure it's a very nice car. I can make a good car great. Yeah. I can't make a lousy car good. Yeah, you right. Know, I'm not going to start doing new paint, you know, and, and, and new upholstery or whatever not. But if it's a nice car, we will take it to the next level. Right. And with ceramic coatings, I mean, it's a, it's a terrific solution for uh-huh. I looked at his website. He's, he does a good job detailing. So if I was to go to a show or take my car to a show, that would be perfect. That would save me a ton of time. Right. Yeah, and so, <laughs> right. so we, we will do that. And um, uh, we, we enjoy doing that because it it's comes from – our love of cars. Sure. I mean, you uh-huh. know, we want to make these cars really, really great examples. What made you decide to do this? I've always had classic cars, uh, you know, as much as I could afford to get them. And um, starting back in the, in, the, in the late 70s, I bought my first Thunderbird, uh-huh. 1957 Thunderbird. And um, I've always had a passion for them. I mean, what's not to like about them? If you really can, you know, even if you can, even if you, you know, just to look at them yeah. is, is, is nice. And, and, um, uh, because of that, I've had uh, a lot of experience now in buying and selling them. Uh, you know, people say, well, you go to auctions and buy cars. Yes, I do. But I will tell you that auctions are, are an enigma. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. When you go to an auction like a Barrett Jackson or a Meekum, and you go and you look at cars, and, you wanna, and, and you'll look at the preview of cars, and you'll wait for it to go across the block, and you'll say to yourself, okay, I want to pay 40000 for that car, uh-huh. whatever it is. 
inevitably the car goes for 60000 You say to yourself, well, I didn't want to pay that much. I'm perfectly fine. You have to understand that I'm not the sharpest guy in the world. And believe me, when I tell you at auctions, all these guys are, are much sharper than I am. They know what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I wanted to pay forty, and the car went for sixty. And that's great. And I don't feel bad about that because that's more than I wanted to spend. Right. But then a car is, I want to pay 40000 for this car. It goes across the block in the bid twenty seven. Now I say to myself, what am I missing? Right. Because yeah. these guys, if they're not bidding this car up, I must have missed something. Right. So you begin to second-guess yourself. So auctions are very difficult. Yeah. What I try to do at auctions is basically is not necessarily buy in the emotional uh, uh, situation of an auction because it, it is emotional. You get caught up in what you like and you pay too much and there's people bidding against you and it, it gets to be a real uh, tough contest. A contest right. To buy. But if a car does not sell or if there's a car after the fact, I will go to the owner and I will talk to him about the car, find out some history of the car, and then perhaps make an, make an offer uh, on the car. Uh, that's afterwards. a good strategy. And, yeah. And it seems to work better for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I know what I'm getting. I have an opportunity not to get caught up, like I said, in the emotion of the auction. Right. And But there's it's, it's a great source. I mean, there's a tremendous amount of cars at auctions, and uh, it's a great place just to enjoy looking at them. Looking at old cars, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be uh, an interesting year. Uh, I've gotten already, just putting the word out that we're consigning cars, I've gotten people to come in. One, a gentleman came in two days ago, and he had a... He has it. I'm on my floor now. It's a 1972 Cadillac Fleetwood. I mean, this car, oh, wow. Greg. I mean, you wow. know, this car, you better have a double garage for this car. Yeah. Because oh, sure. It's big, but it's beautiful. 26,000 original miles, and it was just gorgeous. I nice. couldn't turn it down. Very nice. It's not, it's not really the car that I would want to buy, but I'm telling you, as an example of that car, it's gorgeous. Wow. It still has the plastic seat covers on the car. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> wow. we, we went to Graceland a couple of weeks ago, and we saw some of Elvis's cars. There's oh. a there's a Mach 2, Lincoln Mach 2. That's, well, you know how big oh, they are. They're, oh, they're yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got some Cadillacs, too. Yeah. But, um, they don't make them that big anymore. And and we have continued to buy. I continue to buy like a – well, actually, I have, a, I have a guy who helped me build the showroom told me that I should be uh, start a new chapter of Memorabilia Anonymous. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I cannot buy. I keep buying more neons and See, more. See, I wanted to ask you about that, too, because okay. your shop, not only do you do classic cars, but you also have a huge collection of memorabilia, yes. signs, neon signs. Neon um, signs. Um, memorabilia. We have Beatles. I have a couple. I think you saw the Beatles outfits. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, I've got that out of the Madame Tussauds Museum. It was a, out of Brian Epstein's personal collections. It was probably at the museum for over 60 years. Wow. Two wow. outfits worn by Lennon and McCartney. Yeah. Uh, so we have those. You've got signed albums. and We've got a lot of signed albums, uh-huh. a lot of signed uh, sports memorabilia and whatever. And, and um, uh, that's been fun to collect it because um, in, the, in the world of, of signed memorabilia, uh, it's probably only as good as the authentication that accompanies it. And uh, I will tell you what I've learned and, and knew from before, but even gotten more educated this last year, is that the signed memorabilia market is a gray area. Mm-hmm. You have people in there. I've had albums uh, signed by me personally but in front of me, and people say, well, that's not authentic. Oh. So, you know, and, and, and the truth is, if you think about this, if you're um, an artist and signing signing autographs, do you think the signature signing at a table is going to be different if you just shove it to him on stage and he just signs his name? Is that going to be the same signature? Right. I mean, think right. about it. Exactly. Oh, sure. Exactly. Way, twice, yeah, I don't. Base, baseball, yeah, everything, right. whatever. So, yeah. so, like I said, you have to have a, to do some due diligence and get it authenticated by at least someone reputable in that area. And we try to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's not always easy. 
I bet, I bet. And the neon signs. Um, uh, you've got so many of them. Uh, where, do you, where do you collect all these? Ne- is, is that another thing? Will you go to auctions for those things? Uh, without or? question, every auction, every automobile auction goes hand-in-hand hand with, with memorabilia. Uh-huh. You cannot walk into a Mecham auction or Bird Jacks without seeing a room full of, of memorabilia, whether it be jukeboxes, Coke machines, Coca-Cola signs, uh-huh. um, uh, neons. And that really is fun to me. I really enjoy that. I mean, to me, that that really is a um, a trip back to uh, yesterday. Yeah, and I noticed you also have uh, that that mobile gas pump. Is it you still have that? I have the mobile gas oh, pump. Oh, is that cool? The Texaco yeah. gas pump was sold. But the mobile, uh, Texaco, you sold that Texaco one? Huh? Sold, yeah. To my my neighbor uh, next door, he took it and came in one day. He says, "I want all this Texaco stuff." I said, "You got it." <laughs> and the interesting thing is, is that you know we have pinball games, and and, and I had a, I was actually at. Um, uh, at my office late on Friday, uh, and I got a text at 8 o'clock at night. He said, they're on, you know, that was last minute, but I'm having a Christmas party this weekend. you know where I can get a pinball game? I said, yes, right here. Yeah, right. He says, you're still there? I said, yes, come on over. Yeah. And picked his car and put it away and took it, took it with him. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so but you, you've got everything to deck out a man cave. I call it Man Cave Mania. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. It's like uh, Man Cave still old, on... Still old jukebox? You have an old Wolitzer jukebox? Still three of them now. Three of them, okay. And actually, we just bought a really a fun piece. It's one of a kind. I've never seen another one in the country. In fact, it's, it's a Nickelodeon from 1929, a Seaberg Nickelodeon. Oh, wow. And I found it at an auction, and, and I knew it would need some work, but I bought it anyway because it was such a beautiful piece. And then I got it in, and I said, now what do I do with it? So no. it played 78s, right? No, no. Or- Nickelodeon's play Paper Rolls. Oh, wow. It's the predecessor to 78s. Yeah. And and I found one man in Ohio, Maryville, Ohio, that is probably in his 80s, that restored these things. Uh-huh. Wow. And I sent it to him, and he says he hasn't seen one in 20 years. Wow. And he did it. He just completely redid it, and now it is just gorgeous. And, you know, the thing about when I bought it, it didn't take nickels. I said, well, it's a Nickelodeon. How's that? Yeah, so yeah. we made that work. So now you can put a nickel in it and play a song. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> so that, that's a fun thing. And then in jukeboxes, uh, we got some uh, fun stuff. I have a uh, Columbia, all wood, all original from 1936 um, gramophone. Oh, yeah. And that plays 78s, but... You must play Shellac 78. You can't put a vinyl 78 on a, a oh. gramophone. Oh. It'll tear it apart. Dude, just cut it up. Cut it yeah. up. Yeah, right. Pieces <laughs> because those are steel needles. Sure. And, and so that's been interesting. So we, I've been on a hunt to find early rock and roll Elvis, sure. including right. Shellac records. Right, they're, Shellac. They're out there, yeah. but yeah. you'll pay for them. Oh, I bet. You'll pay for them. Hmm. I just got a, In fact, I just got, yesterday was delivered, mm-hmm. an original Carl Perkins Blue Suede Shoes on Sun Records. Oh, wow. Well, we, we went to buy Sun Records. I'm always yeah. afraid to play it because it's that right. nice to be you know, right. One of my karaoke go-to songs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Well, come along, come come to the showroom and we'll let you sing along with it. I have no problem with that. Um, you guys, just so folks know, uh, and I'll probably say it again, but you're located at 3512 Commercial Boulevard in Saugatuck. That's um, off of Blue Star Highway, right? Right behind. I tell people, and people have a hard time finding us because it's a new area, a new complex. Yeah. It's right behind the dune rides. Right. So if you, if you, if you, especially this time of year, the trees are down, you'll see us from the dune rides. Right. Because the trees are, are uh, uh, no leaves. Leaves are down, yeah. So you can see the, the shining neon lights and cars in the window. Mm-hmm. But that's where we're at. We're just a um, 
a block or two just west just uh, west of uh, Booster Highway. Mm-hmm. You guys open every day, or we're open on winter times. We're going to be open Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay, uh, ten to four, ten to three. I'm sorry, uh-huh. uh, t- ten to four on Wednesdays and Fridays, and ten to three on Saturdays. Uh-huh. But I'm always available. If someone wants to come in. I never say never. I never right. say nobody. But if someone just calls me at uh, my number, which is two six nine seven five seven five six thousand, they'll yeah. call me. They'll get me. And what we're doing differently, and I, and I want to emphasize in the consignment world. I don't have room for 200 cars. I'm not a big consigner that can take a bunch of cars and take anything I want and just go ahead and try and sell them in volume. We are going to be extremely selective in the cars that I can take. Sure. We want to make sure they're going to be a good candidate of an example of the car in that class. So I can't bring my K car? For you, I will not happen. <laughs> remember, but, remember the K cars? Yeah. <laughs> but, There's probably um, a couple out there. So yeah. we, and because of that, uh, Greg and CJ and your car, I mean, it would be a, it's a more of a personalized experience. We're gonna, you know, I'm gonna sure. treat the car as our own, uh-huh. and and because of that, we're gonna, it's, you know, we're gonna walk it through. You'll deal with me or my partner, Alan, and we're gonna, you know, uh, walk every step of the way through it until it gets sold, and uh, as if it were my own car. Yeah. And and I think that is going to be a um, a differentiating factor between a lot of the uh, commercial consigners of cars who take 200 cars in, and um, it's not that they don't do a, they don't do a bad job; they do a good job. But it's it's not quite the same right. uh, treatment of, 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 of and it's not quite the same relationship. Right, and you know, having a classic car, you want an expert who's right. going to get you the biggest dollar for that car, yeah, treat, and that is their baby. They want and, somebody who's going to treat it with love and right, not, precisely, not, yeah. And, and um, you're, you're going to know the value because you work with them so well, absolutely. and you're going to know the market to sell it to. Um, and uh, so I, I think that'd be a great idea. If I had a classic car and I wanted to sell it, I would certainly consider going through uh, you. Thank or, you. I yeah, appreciate definitely. that very much. I, um, I will, uh, we will take extra care. You know, we'll get the car detailed. And I, and I go through every car. I don't care whose car it is, including my own mechanically. Mm-hmm. The one thing I do not want to sell a car that, that's not safe to drive. Right. Uh, and we go that extra mile, extra step, mm-hmm. uh, and go through it mechanically, make sure that the car does, you know, classic cars being what they may, you know, it changes. And, you know, the, the market has changed dramatically in classic cars as well, where the older population, including myself, love original cars exactly the way they came off. The numbers are matching. That population, that segment of population is unfortunately dying. Mm-hmm. And the new uh, generation, they want those old cars. They love to look at them, but they want to drive them. Right. So sure. the word resto mod has come to play. Right. People take these old cars and they'll put new engines in them, new transmissions. I've done that on a 56 Thunderbird, kicking and screaming. Yeah, right. But it needed a new engine and I decided instead of trying to repair the old one, we are just going to put a brand new engine in it. And you know what? It'll drive it like a new car. Uh-huh. All the way down to the frames. They, they drive, yeah, they do the frame suspension, and, and, everything. Yeah. And in the, in, in the, the, the problem is, in the, in the case of resto mod cars, you know, it can be the full gamut of restoration or it can just be, uh, you know, uh, uh, a small little new engine and not no worry about the frame and worry the transmission. So right. it's the it's level, such a level, yeah. It's the level that that are done that dictates what the car is, and it's it's, it's even more of a. Um, I've seen blasphemy, area. blasphemy of people putting electric motors in an oh, old car. I, I can't take I, it. I, I know. think that's happening. I haven't oh. seen one yet, but I'm sure it's, uh, it's on, the, on, the, on the cusp. Not good. 
So I, I was looking at your website. You have three kinds of car folks that you call. Yes. A purist, a collector, an enthusiast. What's the difference? Well, the we... purist is, like I said, the guy who really wants numbers matching. He wants the car to come off to look exactly like it did when it came off. And that's the way I was. I wanted exactly like it You came want the off. same same interior? Because you see a lot of these classic cars where they take them to these interior places, and then you've got fuzzy carpet and, you yeah. know, the... The neon, the little lights all through it's it. It's all melt, customization. You know. Yeah. Um, so that that would be a. Purist. I think it's tacky. <laughs> to each their own. To each their own. There, I, I'm not for it, and it depends on the vehicle. Yeah. The, yeah. It, it, it's it's a matter of it's a matter of personal taste. Yeah. yeah. People people either love the idea of a resto mod or they hate it. Mm-hmm. And a purist will probably most likely hate it. Right. Okay. And and a collector. A collector would be someone who who has an open mind. In terms of looking at a car and its value and, and, uh, and making a determination, it could be any level of customization. It may have an original engine, but it may need a new transmission. Right. You know, so it, it, that's just um, the in-between person who's a purist and, you know, and then the enthusiast is the guy, I would say, probably wants one to drive well and, be, and, and he, doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't really uh, care as much about originality. Uh-huh. As it wants the comforts and they want, they love the looks. They love the look of the old cars. Right. But they're probably in their fifties and they're used to just getting in a car and driving. Right. And and uh, and that person is really what the market has become. Yeah. There's many. I mean, I've seen uh, some beautiful Corvettes. They go for like three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand dollars. Wow. And I and some somewhat Bear Jackson a few years back. I said to the guy, I said, "How much do you expect to get for this car?" Because it was spectacular. He said, "I'd like to get three fifty. Mm-hmm. I said, how much have you been into? She's five and a quarter. Wow. Because they get carried away sure. in, in, you know, in doing these cars, and, mm-hmm. and they get to a point where they'll say there's just no way they can get their money out of it, so they're happy to get whatever they can get. And, right. and, and the car was worth every bit of it. Yeah. So what the the, the, the um, kind of work that he put into it and the, the, the workmanship of the car was worth every penny of it, but he'll never get his money out of right. it, fortunately for him. This particular individual, most of the labor was done by himself, so it wasn't like he had sure. to pay somebody else to do it. Uh-huh. But nonetheless, it's it's still a real number, and um, there's a lot of cars out there. You can do a lot of good things with resto mods. Yeah, okay, so yeah. You find the right one. CJ um, would go often to the uh, Douglas Shell Station on there. They do a yes, classic car. Have you ever done that? Of course, they're right by. I live in Douglas, so right. Yeah, so he has, does a good job on Sunday morning thing because once a Bill. month. Yeah. Yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill's, a, Bill's he's a great Bill's guy. A, we love guy. Bill at the Shell Station. Bill, he'll Bill. he'll do anything for anybody. Yeah, he's a great yeah. guy. He's a Ford. Yes. He's a Ford guy. He loves Fords, and I have Thunderbirds and Mustangs and whatever not. So most of the cars he gets there are, are vintage. Uh, he does. He gets a lot of classic cars. Nice cars oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I go there for for no other reason than to look at the cars. I like to meet the people. I get my gas right. there because he's yeah. got he's got a good turnover of his premium, so I always get fuel there. For yeah, all we my cars. we we do at Mill Pond. Uh, we we like to go there specifically to yeah. gas up our vehicles yeah. because it's local. We I don't like know. I don't local. know if he's doing it during the winter. I think during the winter. No, months, no, no. The, the Sundays are off. Yeah, yeah that, so. that they'll pick back up next year in right. the spring. But, so. but he does get a nice group of people, yep. and I've met a lot of them. And of course, I encourage them to come down to our place. And now. Being in the consignment business, you'll never That's know who's right. going to be exactly. there. Want to right, exactly. I wasn't able to offer that. I'd be there hustling every Sunday. Well, hey, sure, hey, I wasn't. Hey. I wasn't able to do that before because <laughs> State of Michigan didn't allow me to do it. Right, so we're changing the model. Um, you guys have been opening a, a year. Just about congratulations. Yeah. Just Thank about you. a year. Are you doing anything to celebrate that? We're going to have uh, a couple different uh, parties. Uh, uh-huh. um, 
Parties. I know we have a, yeah, parties. Love parties. We like parties. Yeah. Yeah. CJ we'll likes a, parties. Great. We'll have. Uh, I encourage people to come by during the holidays. We're just. I'm actually up doing all the memorabilia. Is on sale now. Oh, right. It's about 20 to 30% off. Oh. And the only reason is because I find more things I want to buy. And, and I never thought I'd be in a position of You're being out, out of wall space. space. Wow. I mean, in my wildest dreams. And are you? do you have blank spots on your wall now? Uh, well, now because a couple of people have bought stuff. Oh, but, good. But I will tell you, quite honestly, it drives me nuts. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I can't Did stand it. it. Yesterday when the guy took the pinball machine up. I said, let's put the Christmas tree here. Yeah. I, you said, gotta put I gotta fill that spot. Yeah, right. You, know, is the, so, is the Ali, you still have the big Ali picture? I have the Ali picture. Oh, that's, that's, that's probably a baby. That's awesome. That's really nice. You know, the, the beautiful thing about some of the things that you buy over the years is there's some personal yeah. involvement. I've had some personal things. I, I think I told you that I had the opportunity to work with uh, Leroy Neiman and Ali on, on that poster for charity. Uh-huh. And uh, I, had to, I had the opportunity to go to Ali's house and get him to sign these posters this is wow. back in the 70s yeah when he was a heavyweight champion right world. and i did not know i mean i didn't know do i call him cassius do i call him you know muhammad i mean i knew he was the heavyweight champion sure. of the world right and Champ. so i walked in and, and his handler or somebody came down thank goodness and i said excuse me what, what what do i call him do i call him you know muhammad oh he says no man just call him champ which i could do champ champ's easy, champ's easy. and ali comes bounding down the stairs and just Huge life, larger than life presence. Uh-huh. And I put out my hand. And I said, "How you doing, champ?" And he puts me by my grabs me by my throat, and he says, "Who are you calling chump?" <laughs> I said, no, "It was supposed to, supposed to be champ." <laughs> and then with that big grin, he said, "I does that to everybody." Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they set me up. I mean, they just knew I was coming, and they must do that to everybody. But I certainly wasn't ready for it. Yeah, yeah. But CJ it, does that that kind of thing to me all the time. <laughs> it's it's just it's just fun to have. A story yeah. that goes with some of the pieces. And oh, I sure. Think I, I, I think that increases the value. Well, it, I, I mean, I would think it does. It would it would stir my interest more in purchasing something that if I was a fan of Muhammad Ali and I that story comes along with that, you right. know, it, it would make it more valuable to me. Because you know the the uh, Michael Jackson Thriller album, I got that from the family. Because I was in the printing business for many years, marketing. I oh, I remember seeing it. You still have that? I still have it. Oh, I because bet I don't that's want to sell got it. a high price tag. Yeah. <laughs> because I got that. I was producing the books for his concert when he passed away. And uh, we had to make the memorial book in three days. Yes. Get him out to the funeral. Yeah, you did the memorial book for, memorial um, book. for Michael Jackson's Michael funeral. Michael Jackson's funeral. And, yeah. And uh, as a token of um, thank you to get it done in two or three days, I, I got a signed thriller album from the family. Oh, wow. Nice. So, you know, and. It's kind of fun. That, that, that is really fun. I have a question, Gregory. Yeah, go ahead. Kimberly didn't make this happen for me to want me to sell my cars, did she? Did she? Uh, yeah. Is that why Ron's think, here? Yeah. Yeah. Kimberly's not crazy about the cars. No, she, the cars are not going. The yeah. cars are staying. <laughs> okay. It's an official. Good. The cars are staying. Ron from Ron Levine. Thank you. I'm going to remember to say that now. From Investment Classics, LLC. Check out his website. It's investmentclassics.net investmentclassics.net and you know you'll want to peruse the shop actually he's got a few things on here um but you it's it really is a memorable experience just to visit even if you're not going to buy a car um stop in and check out the shop it really is cool i actually actually got a um 
a tagline today, and it really sums up what we do. I said, come for the cars, stay for the memories. Come for the cars, stay for the memories at Investment Classics. I I think that's true. I want people to come and look at the cars. That's obviously our principal business. Yeah. Absolutely, come in and take a look around and, 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 and have a walk through history. Yeah, walk through history there. Um, give them a call, 269 775 6000. Of course, go to their website. You can email Ron, ron at investmentclassics.net. Thanks for being on the show, Ron. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me, Greg. Have a great holiday, both of you, CJ. Enjoy it. I want you to come by. We will. We'll stop by holiday. before the holiday, definitely. I hope you do. Yep. I hope you do. And uh, I'm going to refill my coffee, CJ. Okay. Uh, we've got Patty. She's out there. She's out there with me. Hey, Patty! It's been a while since I've seen you. Um, great to have her. And uh, we're going to learn a lot about the Felt Mansion and um, and uh, lots of things about it. You know, is it really haunted? I'm going to ask her that question. I know everybody asked her that, and she probably gets sick of everyone asking her. But uh, we're also going to find out about all their Christmas uh, activities going on. They've got music, live music, and. I'm playing the break music. Playing the, I, okay, I'm leaving. All right, we'll, but we'll be right back. I got to get more coffee. We'll be right back. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday on 92.7 The Band. We'll be right back with Patty Meyer from the Felt Mansion. Thank you, gentlemen. the holiday spirit cj after the parade me too i mean i i really in the spirit and you know the parade that, that we just had that it really helps. it helps it helps welcome back everybody you're listening to saga tuck on sunday here high above land sharks that sun look at here it comes gonna be a sunny day all day long uh last time i had some time off was a few weeks ago it was around uh, election time and uh and i took a nice walk down you know and it's so funny how we have these things so close to us, and sometimes we just don't take the time to play tourists and, you know, just visit everything that's just steps away. And I decided, oh, I'm going to take a walk over at the, um, the Saugatuck, uh, the uh, park, the state, state park. park. Yeah, yeah. It's right there. I have the free ticket on my car because I get it with my license. I can drive in any time I sure. want. Um, so I, it, I really had a nice afternoon of walking around. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize I started walking in circles. I'm like, when am I going to get there? Then I, oh, there's markers. Why don't I follow the markers now? And so like an hour goes by. I'm like, maybe I should turn around now and go back to the car. No, just keep going. I'll get to the beach. I think most of them are loops. I think they're loops you find your way around. Yeah, uh, absolutely beautiful grounds there. Absolutely. Of course, that's where the Felt Mansion is. And, um, and, uh, and you know, Gene and I have done weddings there uh, uh, with the flowers there right uh and uh and uh and they're the beautiful beautiful restored felt mansion and that's why i want patty meyer here on the show and but she's gonna have to walk the runway the oh, disco runway here she Uh-oh. comes wow look at her go <laughs> look at those moves <laughs> you got it <laughs> patty meyer thank you <laughs> welcome to the show well, thank you. It's Welcome. great to be here. Yeah. Um, uh, Patty Meyer, um, first of all, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, where are you from? Well, I grew up in Hudsonville. I still live in that area. I live in Jamestown. 
and uh, lived there all my life. Um, one day, we were just hiking out like you were in Saugatuck State Park, yeah. my husband and I, on our anniversary. We were kind of doing the tourist thing. We didn't come to the Saugatuck area all that often. Uh-huh. And we came out, and we hiked in the park, and we kind of got lost. And we came out into that township park that's adjacent to the state park, and there was the Felt Mansion. Uh-huh. He, of course, thought it was a dump. Because at the time, it was boarded up, and part of the roof was falling down, and uh, it still had the cyclone fencing from the prison all the way around Oh, geez, that's right. It used to be a prison. I I forget about that. Yeah, and that's how bad it was when we first saw it. And for me, of course, the heavens parted, and that shaft came down from the heavens, you know, ah. So and, uh, you told your said so you told your husband I want to do something with this. Yeah. Well, first we said someone ought to do something. Oh, right. With that, and then and when 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 I hear somebody say that someone needs to do something, I always point the finger back at them. Yeah. And, and that's so, what I did. I pointed the finger back at myself and um, figured out it was owned by Lake Town Township. And uh-huh. then, you know, it took us. It sounds like it's an easy process, but. Uh, it took us a good year before we actually started the project after we found it. Sure. So we found it in 2001, but we really didn't start the project till 2002, but that's 20 years now. Yeah, you know, I, and I was interested, you know, I met you once before, mm-hmm. and you gave me a little tour once of the, of the, of the mansion. Sure. And uh, a short little uh, tour, and, and, um, and I had no idea that it was in that bad of a shape, um, you know, 20 years ago. And oh, it was terrible. I just assumed that it was always kept, and then you took over from whoever did it last. And now that I know, go, walking through that building, it's absolutely beautiful. Sure. I, I'm like totally impressed now. I had no idea that was your baby, that you did that. Yeah, in yeah. fact, when I um, pitched it to the Lake Town Township Board and said, someday there's going to be weddings and events here, they actually laughed me out of the room. Oh, really? Because at that point, it had dead animals in it. Ooh. I mean, you know, people had broken in, and they would have pizza oh, and golly. beer parties, and the police would come, but of course, the police aren't going to clean, clean up. up. Right. And so there were a lot of happy raccoons and uh, possums, and yeah, it was full of, of mice and rats and dead animals, and, wow. and now, you know, of course, it's gorgeous, so it's it's even hard for me, and I lived the sure, restoration, yeah. right. but hard to look back and uh, imagine it that way again. Um, how did the building get there? Tell us a little bit about the Felt Mansion, because um, I understand it was built by a gentleman that had something to do with one of the first cash registers? Or? First, um, the comptometer Counting was the first adding machine. Adding machine, right. That could do all four math functions quickly and accurately. And, you know, we look at it like I can go to the dollar store and get a, a calculator yeah. that can do that for a buck, you know. Right. But this was 1885. Yeah. And so an adding machine was a brand, all that you had before that was the abacus, which wasn't a real handy machine tool for the right. office. Uh, and so he invented the comptometer, and it revolutionized how business did business. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they and were he, from, where were they from? Where was the family? From Chicago. Uh-huh. And that was actually why he ended up coming here, because as we know, so many people come from Chicago and come to this area, because um, in the at the turn of the century, from New Buffalo up to Traverse City was known as the Midwest Riviera. Oh. And oh. so if you were, I know, if you were anyone who had any kind of wherewithal, any kind of wealth, uh-huh. you wanted to escape the city in the summer. Cities right. got up to 110. You were at the height of the Industrial Revolution. 
no air conditioning. Right. I was going to that. forget right. about that. And so the cities at that time were full of smoke. Most people were still using horses, so you had a lot of smells, you had a lot of heat. So if you had the money to get out of Dodge, you did it. Yeah. And so that's why this area, we had natural air conditioning called Lake Michigan. Right. And so everyone came from the other side of the lake and came to this side of the lake Mm -hmm. uh, to spend the summers. And so Dorfelt was visiting friends, and he thought, this is what I want to do. And so he bought... Over ended up with over a thousand acres along Lake Michigan, and most people think, well, then if he had all this money, why didn't he build on the lake? But he was an early conservationist, and he did not believe in building on the dunes. Oh, he thought they were too fragile of an ecosystem. Wow, I know, isn't I that mean, back then? We talk time. about that now. Time. Yeah, yeah. But back then, you just I, when I think of how life was back in the eighteen hundreds, it's like industry, industry, industry. Right. You know, uh, who cares about the you know the environment? Right. Yeah. But then Teddy Roosevelt came along yeah. in nineteen oh five, and and uh, in that era started the national parks. Right. And so people had this get back to nature. Yeah. Um, thing and I don't know if you you've been in the felt mansion, so you know on the main floor almost every room has a door to the outside. Oh, and I didn't that was that. architecturally a way of saying let's reconnect with nature. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's really, really neat. cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, before you did the estate, uh, real quick, um, you were a teacher, right? You taught sixth and seventh grade for a very short blip of my life. Oh, I good was for a you, teacher. <laughs> because I mean, to me, that's that age, right? Sixth, seventh grade—that's puberty age. You, yeah, children are evil at that time. <laughs> I used to have a bumper sticker that says, "You can't scare me." I taught middle school. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, there's no fear at this point. Right, right. <laughs> um, and um, uh, uh, but you've received—you've got a BA uh, in history, English from Grand Valley. State University. Mm-hmm. You continued your education, historic preservation, Eastern Michigan University. Yeah, they have a wonderful program in historic preservation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you've received recognition from the Michigan Historical Preservation Network, from the Sagatuck Douglas Historical Society, and from the American Daughters of the Revolution. Yes. Good for you. Yeah. So there has been recognition along the way. Uh-huh. Um, You know, your last guest was on and talked about the different ways that people restore cars. The same thing is true with homes. There's Uh so many different levels. And so some people look at the Felt Mansion and they look at it and they go like, "Eh, but she doesn't have the original carpet that was in there. You know, it's the same. We have all different levels of restoration. And what really determines how you restore a home is what is your end use going to be? And we have a thousand people in there every weekend. You know, sometimes we have three or four weddings. Yeah, that's right. And so you're going to have 250 people at each one of those weddings. Beautiful venue, by the way. Yeah, and then with tours and everything else, um, we had to make some, you know, you're not going to spend a million dollars on a carpet and then have people walk over it with red wine. Right. And replace Um, it every year, yeah. Right, right. Right. The places that spend a million dollars on a carpet have the red velvet ropes. Right. And you don't go in that room. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That was like when mom had the living room back in the 70s. Exactly. With the the plastic plastic covers. And the plastic covers, the kids, the only person that can go in there is the Avon lady when she's visiting mom and they're having tea. Right. (laughs) Um, uh, But um, uh, I have to ask you this. I have to ask you this. I know you don't want me to. But I knew it was coming. People say the Felt Mansion is haunted. Is that true? I'm not a big ghost believer, but is now, it true? You know, i got to tell you my background a little bit. So okay. I'm raised in a super conservative home. 
Christian Reformed Home out in Hudsonville, right? We don't sit Saturday night with a Ouija board. Right. right? Oh, no. I mean, that just right. wasn't our thing. Yeah. And so when I got to the Felt Mansion, and I'd work there at night, I'd think, nah, it never even occurred to me to think about ghosts because that wasn't part of my repertoire. Like, Correct. that wasn't on our radar right. screen. And so I would be working there, and yeah, you know, you'd have door slams or odd things happen, and I would just always figure a physical, like, well, the wind blew That's it. what I always do. Yeah. yeah. Well, then we started to have some things happen that, like, hmm, I really don't know how to explain that. And so I'll just tell one story. Uh-huh. I tell more at the tours, so okay. people should come, but I'll tell you one. Yeah. So I was working one time, and um, so this was very early on, and so the mansion was not decorated Great. You know, we didn't have the wallpaper. We didn't have the paint. The floors weren't done. Right. We didn't have furniture. Right. But we were going to open up for Christmas tours. Well, I got to tell you, we had no money. So oh, the Christmas tours now are gorgeous and lavish, and we yeah. have lights everywhere. This was so, I mean, we had to take vol- We had to take donations. We had Christmas trees without a top section. I mean, <laughs> bad, very lame. Yeah. But bless their hearts, people came out and supported us, yeah. right? So I'm decorating for the holidays, and what we had decided to do is to try to make every room look look a little bit Christmassy. We were going to put a little Dickens tableau in each room, have a tree, have a rug, have a rocking chair, a few presents, you know, give sure. that little I- idea of Christmas. Uh-huh. So we had gone out on a Thursday night and laid all the rugs out and put the trees up. Then we were coming back on a Friday night, and we were going to decorate the trees, so I came out, and when I went up to Agnes's room, the rug that I'd laid out just the night before is all bunched up in the corner. Well, I didn't think so much of it. Maybe a volunteer was in, moved it or right. something. You know, I didn't think so, but I don't know, maybe. So I take the rug, and I straighten it out. I start decorating the tree, and I need more decorations. So I go downstairs in the mansion. I come back up, and the rug is bunched up and in another corner. Hmm. Well, I'm only there with one other person, uh-huh. and I'm no math major, but if it's not me, right. <laughs> it's right. her. Right, right. exactly. <laughs> right, no one else is in the house. We have the house locked. Right. So I'm a little annoyed. I'm like, is she really think she's going to fool me? Right? Yeah. She's messing with you. Yeah. yeah. So I straighten the rug out. I continue on the tree, and I don't have a topper. So I go downstairs again. I know where we have the toppers. I get the topper. I come back up, and it's bunched up, and it's in the oh, first man. corner oh, again. Oh, weird. So now, you know, I have the patience of a gnat, so I go down to my assistant. Like, what's with the rug? And she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, come on. You know what I'm talking right. about. Right. You know, like you. every time right, I you come up me. here, the yeah. yeah, all right, I get it. Yeah. Ooh, scary. Ooh, scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right? And she goes, honestly, I don't know what you're talking about. So I came, brought her down to the room. We straighten out the rug. I said, okay, miss, I don't know what's happening. You know, we'll see what happens now. We go down. We work for two and a half hours. We're putting, or we made homemade ornaments, and we worked in the dining room. Uh-huh. I, and, and, of course, I'm just watching her. Oh, yeah, move. make sure. Like, She's not, She yeah. couldn't even go to the bathroom. Right. Like, you're not leaving my sight. <laughs> and so we go back up two and a half hours later go in the room and the rug was not in the room this is a 16 by 20 rug it was gone and it's not in the room it was in the next room there's an adjacent sunroom to agnes's room and it was in wow. the next room bunched up 
Weird. Do, do, yeah. do, 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 mm-hmm. do, do. Well, I'll put yeah. that on my list. I have a couple of felt mansion trips I want to make. I want to do <laughs> music, uh, music there, and I, I haven't gone for Christmas yet either. So it's uh, yeah, and now haunted, about, yeah. the haunted tours. Yeah. Speak about Christmas. You've got a taste and tour event. Well, first of all, let's talk about this because I heard about this. Uh, somebody was telling me. Uh, Brett Allen was telling me mm-hmm. about the holiday raffle. Ooh. Oh, this is big. I like gambling. No, this is really big. Listen to this. This is you, crazy. You get the chance. Listen to this. The winner gets to go to the top of the South Tower of the Mackinac Bridge. Oh. Now, if you go to YouTube, you can see there are a couple people who have done this. And they only let, like, it, it's a very small amount. Oh, it's crazy small. People. Like, when you think there's 10 million people in Michigan, they maybe 200 a year get to do this? Yeah. Like, it's super selective. And it's way up there. Oh, yeah. You can't be afraid of heights. No, No, they actually have, like, a list of rules. Like, you can't be terribly claustrophobic. Uh You can't be afraid of heights. There's a whole list of things. But if you're game for it, Uh it is a cool, cool experience. Um, I have a friend who actually won this at an auction a few years back. Uh And so she has done it, and she says it's it's stunning. It's oh. so amazing. She said, I can hardly describe it. It's like when you're at the edge of the Grand Canyon. Yeah. You know, it's almost indescribable right. how... And photos don't yeah. even do it justice. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Wow. wow. Um, and so the holiday raffle, what day are you guys drawing? What, what We're is drawing it? on December 17. Uh-huh. Now, the glitch, I consider this a glitch, we can't do any online sales. And okay. it's just, uh, it has to do with the Michigan Gaming Commission People have to buy in person so that we can see they're 18 years old right. um, at the Felt Mansion. So we're going to have ticket sales all during the week. Okay. Um, we're going to have ticket sales at all of our events, of course. You have to go over there and get a ticket. Yeah, yes, so. you yeah. do. Yeah. Several tickets. How much are tickets? Your, you know, your chances Absolutely. are better if you buy more tickets. Yeah, how much are they? They're twenty five for one or five for a hundred. Oh, so I mean, why wouldn't you buy five for yeah, 100? five for a hundred? That's a free ticket. But how fun would it be to get five tickets and give them out as gifts? Sure. Yeah. So we've got good. this. Yeah, we've yeah. got this thing at Mill Pond Realty where, and I'm I'm just my brain's going right now because we've got a thing at Mill Pond Realty and where we've we're all got to bring a twenty dollar gift for our Christmas party. I know. And Isn't that you're fun? like, what do you get for twenty dollars? So Karen, oh by the way, Karen, Laura's uh, Laura's sister. Happy birthday, Karen! Oh, Today's <laughs> today's Karen's birthday. So Karen goes, oh, get a candle, and I laughed. I, I, a candle. <laughs> Come on. Stop giving people candles. A raffle ticket's so it's much better. Such, such a thoughtless gift. A candle. <laughs> Here, have a candle. This is the candle that somebody gave me three years ago. Uh, <laughs> I you, know, you have to just dust the candle off. But $20, you know, it really can't buy a lot. But if I buy five tickets, uh, you just I get $20 you gift. Book yeah. for myself, and then that one ticket, what a fun gift to give someone. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, yep. think, I think I might yeah. just do that. Um, and so, and, and the drawing is going to be on what day? December 17th. Okay. So right before our evening tour, we're going to do the drawing. Okay. And um, and we can buy tickets at the Felt Mansion, right. right? And you're open every day? or We are. We have ticket sales from 9 to 6 every day. So that kind of gives people, if they want to stop by on their lunch hour or after work, they've got some time that they can stop by. Oh, very, very good. So 9 to 6 every day. 
Um, uh, not on weekends, though, right? No. You're, I, on weekends, it'll be they'll be for sale at our events. during the events. Yeah, right. So our the, evening tours. Right, right. And um, so again, that's only twenty five dollars for the chance to climb the top of the Mackinac Bridge, where you can see both the upper lower peninsula and into Canada. Yeah, if it's a clear day, you can see into Canada, but you can. You know, you can like see the shape of you're up so high and you have yeah. such a vantage point the that coastline. you can see the coastline of Michigan. Oh, how cool! Yeah, I mean it's it's just breathtaking. Yeah, I bet. Um, uh, along with that, you've also got uh, the taste and tour events, and and your your first one is this Friday. Yeah. December 9th. Jive at 5 will be at the mansion. Um, we do this tasting tour. We have beer and wine and hors d'oeuvres. Um, people can come at 6 for the tour and stay for the concert. Or if they've taken the tour before and just want to come for the concert, there's another ticket for just the concert. Oh, okay. So they can arrive at 7 o'clock, skip the tour. The tour is already sold out. So, mm-hmm. um, But they can still buy tickets for just the concert. And uh, stay for that. And then a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had James Reeser and the Backseat Drivers. They were here on the show. They did. Uh, they actually did some live sets here. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. it was fun. And uh, they're going to be there on December sixteenth, the following Friday. They are, right? and it's the same deal. It's um, you can uh-huh. you can buy a ticket, and those are not sold out quite yet. I saw that they're about uh, three quarters gone. So if yeah. people want to get those tickets, they should get online. Right. Um, yeah, you can do the same thing, taste and tour. You can tour and have the concert or just the concert. And you can night. find those tickets through your website at feltmansion.org. If you want to, you can go slash current events. But if you just go to feltmansion.org, you can find their event right. tabs. Right. And and that will give you the link to buy the tickets. Yeah, it takes uh, you right there. It's super, like you're going to go click, 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 and you'll be at Eventbrite and – be able to buy it. tickets. Super simple. Great way to spend the holiday. Uh, 25 Christmas trees? Is that 25? Oh, by this time, I almost want to say bah humbug. But then, <laughs> but then Christmas starts, and like this morning, I drove in, and you know, when I drove in, it was still a little bit dark. Yeah. sun's just coming up now, and it's just gorgeous, and then I really get in the spirit. Right. You know, in November, I'm not in the spirit. Right. I've just done 25 Christmas trees. Right, exactly. Yeah. It took me several weeks to get this one tree together here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, I can't. It's a process. I mean, now, of course, we have everything so well labeled, and, and we've done it so many years that it uh-huh. it pretty much goes up in about two and a half weeks. And Are the lights pre. Are, 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 are the trees pre lit? Most of ours now are pre lit. Okay, because last I year, know what it takes to light a tree. Last year, I made a big investment and bought mostly pre lit trees. Good. Yeah. yeah. So I think I have a few old clunkers yet <laughs> that I have to put together branch by yeah. branch. Oh, by I remember branch, those. Yeah. And then I have to light the whole thing, but I don't have many of those. Remember anymore. those? My mom used to have that the wooden pole mm-hmm. and the the drilled holes. Holes. And and the branch. And uh, I remember the one we had in the seventies before she got you know a better tree. Uh, it looked like toilet brush. Yeah. You know the big. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. We've always been a real tree. Get a real tree. Your family was a real tree. Yeah, yeah. 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 and we can't do that for right. fire exactly. reasons. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and you're going for a longer duration, right? Too. Yeah. yeah. So 25 trees uh, throughout the throughout the mansion, and they tell the history of the mansion. That's what's really cool about the trees. Mm-hmm. We have them decorated in themes. So, for example, Dorfelt had a farm on the on site. Mm-hmm. And so we have one tree that's just covered with fruit and then tells about, we have a poster next to it that tells about the Shore Acres Farm. 
Um, we have another tree that looks just like all bridal bouquets. Oh. And that's because we now have weddings. Right. And weddings are a part. Beautiful weddings. Yep. Yeah. And so we what have a great to venue. remember that even now we're part of the history. You know. Right. The, right. Right. Is, You're making history. Today is tomorrow's history. Right. So, um, so we have trees that are decorated for weddings. We have trees. Uh, he was uh, very much into birds, and so we have a tree that's decorated for birds. We have uh-huh. one for plants. So, yeah, it's really kind of neat that yeah. people can go through even on the self-guided tour and still look at the trees and learn the history. Nice. So you found this dilapidated building, and you turned it into a premier event venue now. Yeah. You've been there for 20 years. What have you? What, do you, what have you learned along the way? Well, I, you know, I love it. I think when anybody takes a tour, especially guided tour with me, um, you just get that. I just absolutely still love the building. Yeah. I still think it's amazing that I work at this mansion near Lake Michigan. Yeah. I mean, every day it's just so fun to go out there. But I think that we all look back on our careers and we think, you know, was this worthwhile? Did I do something great? Yeah. What was the important part of it? You know? And I know that at the end of the day, as much as I love the Felt Mansion, I just love it. I just think it's the coolest building. It's got such great history. It's still just a house. Yeah. And, you know, we watched Twin Towers come down in a morning's time. This house, a tornado could come, and I don't care how well built it is, and it is. It's, it's, yeah, oh, yeah. it's a fortress. It could be down. And, you know, our bigger project in restoration is restoring one another. Sure. That's what I learned. And so it's the people that you meet, yeah. the people that you touch, the yeah. people that you make a difference in their lives. Right. That's what I've learned. Is huh. that that's the difference. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a very interesting. That's sure. a great perspective. Sure. A great way to look at it. Um So if you could do it all over again, would you do it? If I knew Cuz it's a lot of work, Patty. You put in a lot of work there. Yeah, I know you do. And and if you if you look at my earnings over the years, right. it's like, why did I do this? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um, because the first six or seven years, I was totally volunteer, full time. Oh wow! I, yeah, I didn't get paid anything. Oh geez. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, would I do that again? I don't think so. Really? No. Um, that part of it, I don't think I would do again. Um, I would be more, I would think more of myself because I think that the value you put on your time is how well you're valued by other people. Yeah. And so I wasn't valued by the community because I didn't put a dollar on myself. Right. So I wouldn't do that part again. Um, and there were so many things I would change if I could do it again. Yeah. Um, I came in, and of course, I'm all passion and drive and ideas, and I came in kind of a, like a bulldozer, uh-huh. you know. Right. I, I wasn't. Right. I wasn't always a great uh, collaborator. But you've learned. You know, it's learned. been a learning process mm-hmm. for you, and mm-hmm. uh, you've made it such a great space. You really have. I, I just, I'm very impressed. I didn't know until today that that you were the one that started it. That, that's uh, my cleaning baby. Cleaning it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard to let go. I think, but well, that's coming. Well, that's, that well, day's just coming. Just like it's your baby, right? Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. what? What would you say your perfect? What What is your perfect day at the Felt Mansion? The day when you feel you're exactly where you should be. What's your idea of the perfect day there? Um, yesterday. Oh, really? What would happen? <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Um, we have Winterfest every year. That's right. We talked and, about that. And yeah, so Winterfest was yesterday. And Winterfest is a free day. It is um, sponsored by the uh, Parks Department of Lake Town Township. Uh-huh. 
And so we can put this on. We don't have to worry that we're going to, because they sponsor it. And so we don't have to charge and have tickets. And so you have these families who otherwise, they can't bring their kids any place. If they have three or four or five kids, they can't bring them because it's too expensive. Every place you go, if you take your kids to a movie, you're going to be spending $100. Oh, I know. You know, and there's families for for whom that is impossible. Mm -hmm. And so I had a mom come up to me yesterday, and she said, she just really, she had tears in her eyes, and she said, this is so fun. The kids had a a horse-drawn wagon ride. They saw Santa. They had face painting. They had cupcakes. They got their own personalized goodie bag. And it did not cost that mom one cent. Yes. Oh, that's and so really that's cool. my favorite day. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's when we're making a difference in the community. Right. And uh, parents have something to do for their kids. And like and, you said, it was free. And we're also bringing up that next generation of preservationists because right. they're going to remember. That right. seven-year-old is going to remember. And um, I have a real philosophy about bringing kids to historic homes because you know what we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you tell a kid? When they're don't gonna touch. don't touch, right? Don't touch. Oh yeah, we got told Sit that all still, the time. Still, be yeah. quiet. Right. Don't touch. And I have totally changed that model. So you let everybody touch. I tell them the first rule at the Felt Mansion. Guess what it is? And the kids will all go, "Don't touch." And I'll go, "No, wrong. Touch." Oh, I love that. Patty <laughs> Meyer from the Felt Estate. You're located at six five nine seven one thirty eighth Avenue. It's easy to find. It's on your way to the Sagatuck Dunes State Park. It sure is. Thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, it was great to be here. It was great. Um, and it was great to learn more about you. CJ and I are going to run over there and get some tickets the next That's week great. or so. Yeah, That's right. um, yeah I want to get the, I want to get the five pack. I think I, I think it'd be a fun gift to give someone. Perfect. You have a chance to climb Mackinac Bridge. That is a good And so the drawing's on the 17th. Uh, tickets only 25 You can get five of them for 100 You have to buy them at the Felt Estate. Check out their website, feltmansion.org. You can get all your tickets for all the events going on for Christmas. And get to know Patty. Just stop by and say hi to Patty. Yeah, it's fun. You like to talk. I do. I love it. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. And, uh, oh, look, looks like we've got to take a station break. But we've got Nick Capaletti in the background here. He's waving to me from the couch there. And uh, he's on from Capizo Art Studio. Yeah, have fun. you noticed how Blue Star Highway has just been expanding? I know. It's amazing. All of the event venues and all of the different galleries, restaurants. So we're going to find out more about Capizo Art Studio. Stay tuned. You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday on 92.7 The Van at 92.7thevan.com. We'll be- Sun's coming out. 
going to be a beautiful day. No snow. The roads are clean and dry. Perfect for a day trip here in beautiful downtown Saugatuck. What are your plans today, CJ? Um, I think we're going to do some uh, decorating and just... Uh we're still recovering from the parade a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, don't forget, I mentioned already, uh, it's a uh, free show at the Sandbar. Uh, oh, that's right. No yeah, cover. They no don't cover. charge cover no. for that. And uh, they get some really good talent there. Absolutely. James Reeser. And a pretty good crowd. Will be there. Really good crowd. Um, I, uh, uh, and uh, so that's three to five. They have the uh, open mic night type of thing. Uh, three. I'm sorry, three to seven. Three to seven mm-hmm. p.m. And so they'll have live music going on today as well. Um, all the shops are all dressed up very nicely. Of course, they've got that the holiday event, the Lakeshore Chorus. That's today at the Saugatuck Center for the Arts. Tickets are still available, I think, if you go to online at www.sc4a.org is where you can find them. Um, you know, I know this guy that, this, that would make these really cool chairs. And uh, when I first moved to town, I remember seeing the chairs out in front of uh, Brandis and in front of back when uh, Marsha owned the uh, Sagatuck Traders. And I just think they're absolutely beautiful chairs. I didn't know who made them. But I would see this guy paint all the buildings in town, this painter guy, paint all these buildings in town. I met him. And I'm just so impressed by these chairs. I don't think he does them anymore. He's moved on up in the world. Um, uh, uh, let's let's get that disco again, ball down yes. again. We'll try it again. Because I was talking too much for Nick Capaletti. Make him work the runway. Look at him dance. Look at him go. Wow, he's got the moves. Oh, he's from the staff. From Capizo. Oh, Capizo Studio. That's where he's from. Capizo Art Studio, located here in Saugatuck on Blue Star Highway. Welcome to the show, Nick. Good morning, guys. Good, good morning. morning. Good to be here. Good for you to be Fi- here. Finally, right? It's so good for you to see me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. You're so underexposed. <laughs> right. Um, Nick Capaletti, welcome to the show. Thanks for having Where me. Where are you from? I'm, I'm thrilled to be here, guys, this morning. Where am I from? 30 years right here in town. 30 years right here in town. When yeah. before, so, so when you were two years old, you moved here? Right. I see, I'm trying to do the math in my head. Mm. I'm figuring about 32, right? No, no. More like, <laughs> uh, you know, 30 years, almost 30 years in Chicagoland. Okay. And now 30 years here. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know you were that old. I thought it'd be, we, we thought. Uh, it would be a good spot to raise children and uh-huh. have a family, and it turned out to be, it turned out to be that way for sure. Yeah, you've got a couple of good kids. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you do. And we did that. Uh-huh. Nice. Very good. It stu- um, stuck around after their they moved around. on. Stuck around. Um, I remember you uh, making these chairs. Be- I mean, not just a regular chair. There, there's something about those chairs. Where did you get the idea to make those chairs that you were selling to folks in town? You know, I uh, I studied for... Is that your own design, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what is. I thought. I studied for a minute to be an architect. Oh. And um, that, didn't, that didn't pan out. But uh-huh. um, when I was able to switch careers, I wanted to pursue that field. And carpentry really wasn't in the, uh, in the books for me so uh the next thing i thought of uh more manageable was furniture building right and so i started furniture building right up there at my place on uh, allegan and maple right and i put up a shop 
and I just partnered with a few of the um, a few of the shop owners. Oh, okay. Jim Brandis was yep. the first one. I don't know how that, to be honest with you, I don't remember. But I approached Jim, or he approached me, and said, "Let's do something creative." And I started building chairs for Jim. Man, it must be twenty-five years ago. Wow. And went through several uh, versions. Uh-huh. And this latest version is held up so well. I think we haven't had to replace these. These have been out there for like 10 years. All I do is repaint them every once in a while. Yeah, they're beautiful. Thank you. Um, and yeah. I remember years ago, you would uh, get a lot of painting jobs in town as well. Um, right across the street. Restorative here. type painting. Sure. I'd... Um, not just slapping paint on, but restorative type painting. Uh, yeah, you've done the uh, the old Singapore building, right? I was doing... Have you done work on that, the old Singapore bank across the street here? Yeah, yeah, of course. There was a period there where I was doing renovation uh-huh. and painting. And a good friend, Judy, yep. across the street, um, hired me to do some renovation on her building. Mm-hmm. And um, I was over there for three or four months and... Um, I did. I, I did just that. Mm-hmm. Uh, some renovation, some carpentry, and that was a blast. I got to hang out with her out in front of her building and see you, and see the other town folk. Right. And um, we all gossip about everybody. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know. Oh, that whatever. I, I didn't. <laughs> and Jose across the street. Oh yeah. Would come by. I love Jose. Right. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's great. He owns Grins. Yes. Him and his wife. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but I'm not doing so much of that anymore. Yeah, I know. That's, I know. That's young man. That was years ago. <laughs> yeah, right. was. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm. I'm in the studio and gallery more now. Yeah, yeah. But you're. You're right. I did. I did that for a, for a minute. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Now tell us a little bit about your gallery. Um, you're located there. Um, I said on Blue Star. It's actually at 3279 Blue Star Highway. Of course, their phone number, if you're going to jot the address down, you might as well jot down the phone number. It's 269-455-5864. Their website is capizzo.com. That's C-A-P-I-Z-Z-O studio.com. And you'll want to check out their website. Um, you had a uh, now you had a workshop there before, right? So had you moved your workshop from Maple over down the street a bit there, right? That's right. And it was yeah. kind of like a warehouse. It was an older building kind of thing, right? It sure was. I was running it for years. Oh, okay. I was kind of in transition. And uh, I was doing furniture. Mm-hmm. And I rented that space to do uh, furniture design, building, and refinishing. Right, and right. And it, uh, it was really just a Spartan building. I mean, it didn't have running water. It didn't have heat. So... Um, my partner, M- Michelle uh-huh. Pizzo, uh, had the idea to, um, to purchase the building and renovate it into the space that you see now. It's absolutely beautiful. Isn't it? Oh, it really is. It's a gorgeous building. Yeah. Um, you'll have Thank to you. stop by and look at it. Thank you. Um, uh, just, to, just to visit the building itself. It's beautiful. Um, and um, how long have you been there? Um, How long has it been now? Yeah, well, the building is like the building's the been there. Yeah, but yeah. I, but, I've been there about fifteen years. But since and you I, opened Capizo, yeah. Well, Capizo opened in March, twenty twenty one was the first show, International Women's Day. Okay, Michelle had a show. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Yeah, so okay. it's been so, so just over a year and a half. About a yeah. year and a half. Yeah, I thought okay. it was we, close yeah, to two years. We were, we were talking right. earlier. I thought it was about two years. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I've been to uh, uh, quite a few, few, a few events. You guys host events for the uh, Saga Tech Douglas Art Club and things like that. Um, and, but right. you're, you're an ongoing uh, gallery, and you're constantly changing things. Um, you've got an event coming up, right? That's right. So I represent about 30 artists. Uh-huh. Um, and what I do is uh, we will have group shows and we'll show the uh, we'll show the thirty artists and I also um, carry vintage uh, art and furniture uh-huh. and other type collectibles and when I'm not holding a group show I'll have a solo or a um, uh, you know event or an exhibition for one or two artists. So what's coming up in in uh, next week? Yeah, you've uh, got this a, week actually. Yeah, this is, week is, on December eighth. Yeah. Um, you well, you've got a holiday show running right. through December, but you've got an open house this Saturday, right? That's right. And that's six to nine. Yeah. So that show is going to feature a lot of gifts, a lot of new stuff. Uh, that show will go up Thursday. Uh, it will be Thursday to Sunday. Our hours are eleven to five. But the big uh, the big deal is the open house on Saturday, uh-huh. six to nine. We'll have some gifts. We have uh, we have Andrew Wilkinson spinning vinyl. We have some stuff. Uh, oh, really, Andrew Wilkinson? Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. I'll have I to know, come right? just to see him spin some vinyl. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, and hopefully Aaron will come by too. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And um, we have we have some stuff coming from. Uh, Terry Walker, your friend, yep. our friend. Lulu Kaju. That's right. She'll be there. Uh, she's got, like, gift baskets that she'll be selling, right? Well, yeah. It, yeah. We're collaborating. Collaborating. She's bringing yeah. some stuff. About six or seven of my artists have committed to be there, so that will be very interesting. Nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're bringing new pieces. you got Marsha Perry. Marsha Perry is She's there. got this wonderful chair there that she made right. out of this wood tree type thing. It's Really cool. I got the opportunity Friday to spend some time with Nick there at the gallery, and he walked me through and and, and showed me some of the, some of the artists. One one that I thought was really cool. We talked about Marsha Perry in that chair. I like that chair a lot. I really do like it. It'd go go great. check it out. If somebody yeah. wants to buy me something, they can buy me that chair. I, I think it'd look great in here. You'd be sitting in it right here for your show. I would be. I'll sit in it with my chair. Nice. So if somebody wants to buy me something for Christmas, go and see that that chair there uh, by Marsha Perry. Uh-huh. It's it's on sale. It was regular ten thousand dollars. Now it's only forty four hundred. I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's a great piece. Um, another artist that you know I find intriguing is that you've got uh, Bob Ashley. Oh yeah. And he he gets these objects and puts them together. It's kind of like sometimes it feels like a steampunk feel, but then he does other pieces that just really lots going on with his with his artwork. He's a brilliant guy. I mean, uh-huh. uh, besides the the art, um, mm-hmm. Bob is fascinating. He does assemblages. That's what he calls those. assemblages. Yeah, uh-huh. he, he gets that stuff all you know secondhand, coming right. from Goodwill or wherever wherever he can get it. And he paints it, and then he assembles it. But that's that's only one of his mediums. He does he does uh, cartoons, uh, and he uh, creates digital art. Oh, he does. Did you see the wooden sculptures? I think yes. you might have. Yep. Right. Yep. Those are They're beautiful. Yeah, I find it interesting. The assemblages. I want to get inside their brain. Did they know what they were doing when they went and got these things from Goodwill, or do they get it and then come up with what it's going to be? Probably so, a little bit of both. Yeah. I would think. Well, CJ, come 
come Saturday, Saturday and meet him. He'll yeah, be oh, there you to go. Talk, there you go. To talk exact, just about sure, that sure. stuff. Will you guys be there? Um, Saturday, we've got the play. Uh, and yeah, oh, See, this right. is 6 to 9. At when that time, we'll be getting ready because the play starts at 8 o'clock. You'll be on stage. Yeah, we'll be on stage. We'll be thespians. Oh, I'll be on the other side of the state. I gotta yeah, he's the light guy. He's doing the lights. But I won't be there. Oh, but, yeah. I won't be, be. I won't be in Saugatuck. Oh, that's right. You'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's your day off. Yeah. You'll be missed. Oh yeah, de- but I'll definitely stop by during right. the holiday show because you're running it constant yeah. um, throughout. This is the open house, but it's going to run throughout the whole month. You were telling me you've got art there that's only here just for the show. That's right. It's I- not something that just lingers around. You have things that are here for the first time just for the show. Um, it'll continue every weekend, December 8th through 11th, December 15th through 18th, December 21st through 22nd. And like you said, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. are your hours. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh-huh. And if you, you know, by appointment or if you see my Jeep there, uh, come in just not before 10 a.m., please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Uh, they have this uh, painting by uh, Joe Hindley uh, called The Red Dock. Oh, nice. yeah, isn't that so cool? Right. Yeah. Well, when when Tony and Dona were were closing the Red Dock, you might remember they had their their sale. They had an auction there. Yeah, yeah. that's uh-huh. right. And, yeah. And uh, to kind of commemorate, I Joe's. In, in fact, I brought some pieces from Joe here. Oh, okay. Show you. Uh, Joe's a super talented guy and good friend of mine. He once was a sign painter, uh-huh. and uh, so I commissioned him to do that painting. Oh, okay. And we had prints of that, and we sold. Uh, several prints of that and yeah we have the original that will right. be you know shown at at the open house oh wow wow Joe that's Henry. a nice piece really yes is. and so i am i am asking artists to uh we're, we're featuring you know good gift ideas yeah but so i, I was we'll gonna have... mention you have real quick you've got national and local artists but you really have a range of different kind of artists don't you yes um you've got some artists that are just like Oh wow! Oh my yes. goodness! Yes, is this? I, I feature. Who did this? Joe, isn't that? This is an etch sketch. I know. Don't shake it. Isn't that spectacular? I that's can't amazing. really tell everybody what the picture is. <laughs> well, it's Asian. But it's very detailed. It's Asian eroticism, Greg. That's yeah, true. there you go. You but isn't that. that something? So it's a real etch-a-sketch. That, I don't know how you could do that with it. Look at that. I know. In the, well, it, he, he paints. Oh, okay. It's re- a, re- a reverse painting. I, I'm I very tempted to shake it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't bring in something you could destroy, Greg. <laughs> okay, don't you think I'm prepared for that? Um, but this is an example. You know, it's, a, it's can't, a, can't with a bass. Play it, in the bass. Yeah. That's the range of Joe. Joe is mm-hmm. down in. Um, oh, Sawyer. fun! He does. He does things that look, they're serious. They're thought provoking, but he also does things that are whimsical too. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And this is the range we're going to have thirty dollars. Nice. So you got it. it that, yeah. Well, that's what I noticed too. Thirty dollars. They had pieces that were very affordable, and yeah. it, you know, a lot of times I've walked into art. I, I know one year I did the uh, art, the holiday holidart event. Which was over at um, one of the galleries in town. It was an arm and a leg. You know, I paid a lot of money for those darts. Um, uh, do you remember that that event they used to do at Water Street Gallery? No, Holodart. Holodart. No. You pay an arm and a leg for these darts, Sounds and then fun. you 
then you then you then you throw the dart and whatever number it lands on, that's your artwork. Oh, that's what you get. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Um uh but I don't know. I don't think they do that anymore. I think it was, that was back when Mary Jo owned the place. Okay. You know, she she's since retired from that. But she's still in the art world. Mary Jo's oh, very yeah. active in the you art know, she, world. She she comes in. She's a she's yes, she's uh, uh but but uh, what I'm trying to get at is that, you know, when I go to an art I'm just a regular Joe. I don't make any money. You know, I I, I <laughs> I'm in radio. You know, I can't afford anything. Um but you know, um and I see pieces at ten thousand. 12,000. And I just feel so intimidated. But it, when you walk into Capizo, you've got things, nice artwork, affordable artwork, and you can spend $30, $100 on a nice piece and still, you know, have a really nice piece well, from now, a good artist. Now that you told me, I have to take back all my candle gifts because those are not good gifts. I can go there and get gifts. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if you're looking for a good gift. Uh, and, and if you're looking for that $20 price range, um, I know uh, uh, Michelle Pizzo makes those uh, earrings. Beautiful jewelry. Right. Uh, they yeah. sell, they, she sells uh, oh, jewelry, yeah, art, art jewelry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Kimberly, I think, would like a pair of those earrings. You should take her there and show her those. They are they're her style too. I think I think she'd like those. Um, no one ever regrets buying art or getting a something piece unique of is art always or yeah. unique. CJ, come up there for you people, men, women who need ideas. Come up, and we have them for you. Uh-huh. We have stuff, um, and also as I said, Terry. Terry's right down the street. She's having an open house that se- the same night. You know? Correct. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, four um, to seven. Yeah, four to seven. So it's a great night. So to you shop. go back and forth. Right, yeah, right along Blue Blue Star. Blue Star. Get yeah. some get some chow at Penny Royal. Uh huh. Right. Uh huh. It's getting to be busy on that corridor. That's what we're talking there. about. It's really grown that yeah. whole Blue Star corridor. You've got the Ivy House. You've got um, all of your businesses, Penny Royal. You've got uh, several galleries. Um, yeah. You've got the other one besides yours, <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, great galleries um, and and uh, and businesses. It's You've got the new. More. I met the owners of the Putt Putt uh, uh, last That's night, right. and um, and I've right. been wanting to reach out to them. In fact, I've sent them emails, and they're excited to be on the show in the springtime. Uh, but uh, real great people. But so many things are opening up there on Blue Star. Right, um, uh, Nick. Where do you see this going? Well, first of all, before I ask you that question, and I'm sorry, let me pull back a little bit, because you're not just a gallery. I've gone to events here. This is also an event space, right? That's right. And and this is something that people do. You, do you have any events coming up, or that you're, yes. you're like private events, or so? Yes, folks will uh, rent the space, uh-huh. and they will hold. I've had. Uh, birthday parties we have uh, coming up in January um, a couple who's being married next door at the Ivy House uh-huh. the night before they're greeting their family and having a small uh, get together uh-huh. they've rented the space for a, a little party oh that's perfect uh, as you mentioned the Saugatuck Douglas Art Club rents the space for two weekends uh-huh. and in in that case they take the whole space take we take all the art down and they offer it to their members mm-hmm. and they held a show last year that was a big hit um, oh okay. very well attended sold a lot of art uh, John Thompson and um, Betsy York. John Thomas. John Thomas. I'm yeah, sorry. that's that apple. That picture there. That uh, painting is a John Thomas. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So they put that together and they do a great job. They'll be back 
so yeah, it's it's for rent for a couple of hours to um, a whole weekend. Oh, okay. If an artist wants to take the space and have their own show. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, yeah. What else do we have? We've had uh, we've had a we had a fun seventieth birthday party there. We had a graduation that. Uh, and we've had, you know, we held our own concerts out back. You saw the back. The That's stage. right. You guys were doing concerts uh, back there. Uh, they've right. got a beautiful backyard there. Nice. He's yes. got a fenced-in backyard, garden area back there where you can go out there outside. It's, it is a nice space back there. Yeah, yeah. We've had we had four concerts this year back. And you were talking about James Reeser. He played back there. Oh, really? Yeah, you had James awesome. there. They're, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah very they're, nice. They're, they're great. They they played last night at the Sandbar. Oh, they're know, awesome. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they played the first Saturday of the month at Sandbar. Uh, as their regular gig, and then today they've got their um, open, the open mic, mic night. I know between three and seven. Right. Oh, I know you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to have a good crowd Saturday. I want to give a couple of shout outs. Sure, go ahead. Um, so six of our artists will be there. Santa Cook, uh, yep. a Romanian artist who's now uh, out of uh, living in Hamtramck. Oh, okay. Joe Hindley. Yep. Uh, um, of course, we'll have some of our local artists, Bob Ashley, mm-hmm. uh, Charlie Reese. You know Charlie, right? Of course I do. That's yeah. um, Jennifer Reese's father. Jennifer will be playing my wife in the play, Christmas Carol. Oh. And Charlie just had a birthday. Happy birthday to Charlie. Happy I have birthday. to say happy birthday to everybody, right? right. Uh, I said happy birthday to Karen, uh, Laura's Laura Durham's uh, sister. But, yeah, Charlie just had his birthday a couple couple days ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, the mural. I, was, I didn't know he was an artist. He's got some really uh, nice well, pieces there. The mural on the outside of the building. Oh, is, Charlie did that? That's his work. Oh, wow. I was going to ask that, yeah, because that, that was a nice is, You've met Charlie, right? Do you know Jennifer's? I don't know, I I don't know if you've met know him or not. Yeah, very interesting guy. Yeah. And Russ is his... Uh, right, uh, uh, our city council member, Russ. That's his father-in-law. Uh, right. Yeah, uh-huh. So... Um, they all live together on Spear Street. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Charlie's a very talented guy and a yeah. good friend, and he did he did that mural, and that's that's really something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kenny Engel, a photographer. You saw the photography that Kenny does, the street photography. Yes. Isn't that oh, cool? Oh, I really like the Kenny Engel right? uh, stuff, uh, the photography. It really was good, CJ. I'm kind of funny when it comes to photography because I'm like, I feel like it's, oh, you're cheating. You know, because you're taking pictures. But when you find a good photographer, Aaron Wilkinson's a good photographer. Yes. When you when you see that, there's something about that. You know who else is that? Ryan, that Ryan, uh, Ryan who owns the um, yeah, yeah the uh, the uh, Cove, the bar in Douglas. Oh, Ryan, he's a photographer. Oh, you should see his stuff. I I had no idea. I, very impressed, um, and but there's a certain eye. There's and a level. Yeah. Once in a while, I'll see a photographer, and I'm like, "Wow, they that's good." They took the time, set it up, did a proper job. Yeah, it wasn't- yeah. Well, they 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 catch those angles that you know they an artist like you know that artists right. do. Right. Speaking yeah. of photography, I want to give a shout out to Lara Parent, who okay. who does photography for us in social media. She's oh, right. a, uh, a really good pho- uh-huh. uh, photographer. Does wedding photos and graduations and uh she does the work for farmhouse who will be providing our food Ooh. oh uh, we uh, love some farmhouse christine yeah, ferris right? give her a shout out oh, um we love staff. that um by the way you heard about what's going on with the farmhouse deli they're expanding right. into the whole building right really did you know that CJ? I did not. that's good um uh yeah because lady hawk nutrition our gal there uh had to move Maggie. 
And yep, and uh, she moved out of there, and they're going to be use, utilizing that entire building now. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's yeah, that's awesome. cool. Yeah, Lady Hawk Nutrition, you can find now on the corner of Center Street and Blue Star Highway. She's in that building where Pizza Mambo is. Used to be old gas station oh, many okay. moons yeah. ago. That's where my masseuse is, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. Yep. She's fantastic. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so um, uh, let me. We got two minutes. Oh, two minutes. Yeah. Well, can you congratulations that? to you. By the way, I wanted to say that. What I win? In the town. What I win? For being elected. Oh, I don't know if I won anything. <laughs> well, you wanted to win, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, but... I'm very happy to serve. I really am. Yeah. And um, and I think being part of the community and being so integrated, I think it's a good fit for everybody for me to be where I'm at right now. Yeah, well, you care deeply. Mm-hmm. And um, so thanks for stepping up and serving. And Definitely. Yeah. Wish me luck. Good luck. I, I'll be asking for advice Good. from everybody. Oh, okay. Well, oh, honestly. You know where to find me. One, yep. 1-800-NICK. <laughs> <laughs> well, I use that number for other things. Um, <laughs> um, uh, anything else, Nick? Um, you know, we've just got a, a, a just about a minute, and we're going to have to say goodbye to everybody. Uh, but uh, you got anything else you want to add about Capizo Studio, located at 3279 Blue Star Highway? Of course, you can give them a call at 269-455-5864. Nick will probably usually answer the phone. You've got a lovely assistant there. What's her name? Uh, Megan O'Neill. Megan O'Neill. She, she is lovely. Purses Fasten. You know Purses Fasten? Uh-huh. She, she also helps. Yep. I have I have all kinds of help. They're all great, mm-hmm. um, and we we love what we do. Mm-hmm. We love being surrounded by art. We love curating art. We enjoy our artists. We we have a relationship, a close personal relationship with all the artists. As you mentioned, yep. we have a lot of unconventional. Right, art. that's kind of what we feature. Right, is the unconventional. Most of not most, a lot of us are self taught. Yep, I'm a self taught artist. Um, Michelle, who's the co-founder, yeah, uh, she is not. She's a fine artist, but we just wanted, you know, it's the old, the old idea of uh, create something that you don't, you don't see out there. If you don't see it, just create it, do yeah. it yourself. Yeah. So that's what we did with this this gallery and studio. Great stuff, and it's art that you don't have to be intimidated by. It's something that you no. can easily attain. It's affordable. And check them out. They're open Thursday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Of course, hours may differ. You can always call Nick, give him a phone call, leave a message, email him. Check out their website. I'm sure you'll open it up for somebody if they're not open. Um, It's capizostudio.com, C-A-P-I-Z-Z-O, studio.com. Thanks for being on the show, Nick. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Thank you, CJ. Good to be here. Thanks, thanks for having you back again, and thank you for listening. Have a happy, fun day Sunday. Watch, watching that sun come up over the hill. It's going to be a bright and sunny day. So head out into town and hang out with us because we're getting ready for another fun day. We'll see you next week. This is Saga Tech on Sunday. Gregory Muncy here. We'll be here live again next week, 7 to 9 a.m., high above land sharks. Have a great Sunday, everybody. We're out. You've been listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy, on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. This morning's show has been brought to you by The Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia, Mill Pond Realty, and it is what it is. If you missed today's show or you'd like to hear it again, go to our website. You'll find the podcast at 92.7thevan.com. 
and join us next Sunday morning at 7 a.m. for Saga Talk on Sunday with Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshores 92.7 The Van.